This is a microphone one check. Microphone one check. And while I have you, hey, if you want to support this podcast, this podcast exists. Microphone check two. And these microphones exist and the camera stuff exists and the lights exist and the little iPad thing exists because a group of you became patrons of the podcast microphone to check. And that's why I could have this little studio thing with all this little, all these little things here is because patrons like you support the podcast on this platform called microphone check three on this, uh, uh, this platform called Patreon, Patreon dot com slash things about things p a t r e o n dot com slash things about things and for like a dollar a month or five dollars a month if you're a big baller or a few of you go even bigger than that if you you can just help me keep this podcast going microphone check for because honestly i think i would like to have a little bit better um set up in this is in terms of uh snacks you know i have some snacks but i'd love to have more snacks than this just kidding but thank you for those of you that are patrons on the podcast microphone check for how's this going this is the new mic that i've just plugged in that i haven't used yet haven't tested yet because of patrons this podcast exists. If you want this podcast to podcast to exist or maybe to exist longer, maybe to do more things, you can go to patreon.com slash things about things and choose whatever tier of patronage you would like. Thank you very much. And we've got a good one for you. 80s movies? Are you kidding me? It doesn't get much better than 80s movies. 80s music? No, it's, it's not as good as 80s movies. Uh, that's not true. There are plenty of things better than 80s movies. But 80s movies are really good. It's, it's, they're really good. Speaking of things being really good, Things About Things is really good. So good that it's the catchphrase slash slogan slash subtitle slash slash thing underneath Things About Things. And I want to ask you, if you're listening or watching, by the way, if you're listening and you're not watching, you're missing out on the greater experience of things about things. For the past, uh, I don't know, a few months, we, we've we've had, uh, we're video podcasts now on YouTube. So find us on YouTube, go to thingsaboutthings.com and find uh, the link to watch us on YouTube. And also, like and subscribe. Apparently it helps. I've been told that helps something. I don't quite know what it helps, but it helps something. But there's going to be some people sitting here in a moment. It's just ma- like magic. They're just going to be sitting here. And my friend CJ, Jupiter, Kevin, and I sat down, munched on some 80s snacks, talked about 80s movies. It's a real good one. But yeah, subscribe on YouTube and or on the other platforms, whether it be Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Amazon Music or whatever the other ones are. Do those things. Like those things. Subscribe to those things. Things about things. It's really good. And I'm asking you to start saying that it's good. Tell people about things about things. Tell them it's really good. Tell them it's called things about things. And when they say, what is that? Just say, it's really good. You should listen. Or it's really good. You should watch. But ultimately, things about things 
is a combination of simplifying concepts without sacrificing depth, and also it has morphed into this uh, renaissance polymath thing. And uh, you're going to see some of it. You're going to see some of it in this episode. But we pick a topic. We talk about that topic, that thing, that theme. Sometimes that theme kind of stays on track and sometimes it doesn't. But either way, it's really good. And you should tell people it's really good. So tell them to go to thingsaboutthings.com or send them a link. So if you listen, send somebody that listen link. If you watch, send someone that watch link. I want you to, before you watch this, I want you to think about the 80s movies that come to mind right now as I say that. What are the 80s movies that come to mind? I want you to think about what you would say in this conversation. Because remember, part of things about things, I think it's becoming for some of you, conversation training. Sometimes it's helpful to watch a conversation. See how they work. And then you get into conversation. You go, oh, I remember when somebody did that thing. I'm going to try that thing. So basically, just watch us have a conversation. Maybe it'll help you have a conversation. But what would you say if you were part of a conversation about 80s movies? What would you say? Well, now you get to watch what we say. Enjoy. Yeah. 80s movies, man. I'm excited. I, I've got, I can't wait. When so you, what are the 80s? <laughs> which 80s? The seven, they are the my car. The 1880s, right? We're <laughs> right. talking about Orlando. That's, that's uh, it's that view. <laughs> All right. So last, last week <laughs> yes. was your first time on the podcast. It was. And I didn't do like a, because I normally don't do some big introduction, but I was like, because we're like, it's a crew of people and not oh, just right. me with one person. What if we like just like went like who are we? Because you know sometimes I just talk and I'm like my friend CJ and I'm like and then all of a sudden there's some guy there. It's like which one is CJ? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, just like so you were on la- that last week was your first time. Mm-hmm. You're Kevin. I'm Kevin. <laughs> like do you want me to like introduce? I don't know. Myself? I just He's Kevin. Like, I'm he Kevin. Is Kevin. I'm not. No, Kevin no. DeShields. Kevin DeShields. I are you recording? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I mean, we're we're going. Yeah, okay, right, right. right. Yeah. yeah, I mean. You're, yeah, you're Kevin I'm, Shields, I'm Kevin DeShields, and I'm, I'm <laughs> here in Boone, Yeah, uh, hanging out it. with, with, I love with it. Jason. Jason was actually, um, here we go, He's Jason. Cameron, camera change, uh, largely oh, responsible. He looked at the camera. I did, well, I see, I see which ones are recording. <laughs> He's freaking, you know? breaking the, you know? what, fourth, breaking wall? the fourth, fourth wall. Breaking the fourth wall. You do this when fifth. you introduce yourself. I, you can do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm the filmmaker. It makes sense, right? I, I, I can make the rules. You go, boom. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, yeah. So largely responsible for at least putting the 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 seed in the mind of, of us moving up here. And uh, mm. that was, what, six years ago? Was yeah, it? Six years ago now. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. But we're neighbors and friends. We're and neighbors and friends. That's the whole thing. And... Which I like better than the introduction being... 
this is what I do, and this is how much I make, and this is what oh, I'm yeah, yeah. for in the world. It's just sort I of did like throw in, I am. You don't want to do the classic like college classroom. This is my major. Breaker. Yeah, yeah. Age, sex, and I'm location. Lawyer, I'm 41. <laughs> I'm a male, and I'm in Boone. I like do long people walks still do that? The <laughs> <laughs> uh, I we love about the answering. Yes. Let's let's keep this going because right, right. I love answering that way. Okay. When I'm around a group of people and they go, so what do you do up in Boone? I love answering with like trying to say who I am mm. as a person as or or what I do with my time and what I enjoy about my life. And it sometimes people are like, cool, but that's not at all what I thought you were, what I asked you. Like, right. So they inevitably go, so what do you do for money up there? Or like, you know, so what's your, what pays the bills? And then I start talking it's about it. It's a legit question though, because like, <laughs> yeah. there's not really much industry up here. So like, I, I often we figure find it myself. Out. That's what we yeah, do up here. Like it's everyone true. is <laughs> winging it. I, I feel we're all winging it. Yeah. And in Boone specifically, more so than anywhere else I've yeah. ever lived, it's like, what do you do in there? You just kind of figure it out. Yeah. And stay with to, it. You stay with That's it. That's like the, it yeah. like the cardinal thing. Yeah. Yeah. But we're friends, neighbors. You guys, I mean, I know that there's a lot of the viewers that watch the other episodes <laughs> that you guys are in, but maybe just because there's a continual growth and there's always going to be new people, right? Maybe you should reintroduce yourself. For the newbies, you could look at you could break, yeah, it's oh, really oh, us. So, camera's over here. So, let's We're gonna break fourth. Wall. See, like that's why go. I don't like the intros. Because all the other times we just press record and, and we're just living I our see, life. I, see, I, I see. suggested that there are cameras that we knew were here. You and all created of a sudden, walls. It's like, what are we supposed to you do? You created structure, and now I don't know how to handle myself. <laughs> I live my entire life as if there's a camera like, that I'm not looking at, and so it doesn't bother me. <laughs> oh, man. I like That's to think of every time anything. I take a long drive. <laughs> yeah. That mm-hmm. there's like that drone shot of me like curving through a forest road. Oh, yeah. Mm. I know it's not actually happening, but uh, in my head it is. <laughs> Beautiful landscapes, words about something else, and it's like we were selling you a car. <laughs> hmm. And in my case, there's like an oil slick. Hey, what's you are CJ. I'm <laughs> CJ, by the way. Hi, I'm CJ. My face is red now. Um, uh, what do I, I do things for money. Yep, we all sort of have to do other, that. Other than that, I'm also a friend yeah. and neighbor. Yeah, live on the same road. We and you do are, at least. We, we are you all as well. We know each other's vehicles yes. from a distance. Like, we wave <laughs> when we go by the road. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. If there's a glare and we don't see the other one and there's not a wave, we don't take it personally because it's, we see each other on that same road many times, sometimes many times a day. I feel yes. like I'm the worst because I'm constantly just standing on my porch. So I feel like I end up having to wave to everybody That's as you so guys old go by. Country. <laughs> I'm just like yeah, I'm out here, so I'm, I'm yeah. out of there. Yeah, like, you don't want to see I my see back CJ porch over there, but he doesn't see you. Me. Observe <laughs> the world. He communicates. Oh, he's with the peeing world. off the porch again. <laughs> <laughs> you know things about us, don't you, Jupiter? Oh, yeah. <laughs> how many bottles is he gonna throw in the woods? <laughs> <laughs> How long is he gonna stay in the hot tub? <laughs> That's you. That's me. You got yeah. That, he's watching. He's watching from. He's watching from the hot tub. Oh, we know things. Yeah. You're CJ though. I'm CJ. Hi. All right. I like that. You're Jupiter. That's true. I'm Jupiter. Um, I'm not CJ uh-huh. or Kevin or Jason. Uh-huh. Um, Sadly, I know we all like to define things by what they aren't. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I also live here. Next to y'all on the same road. I'm moving this week. Um, Where are you going? Where? Just like out in the direction of Skate World. 
Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were 15 gonna... minutes from town. Not that far. sounded an <laughs> awful lot like Asheville. Like yeah. you were like, I'll be close, Asheville. And I was like, <laughs> no! No, that's not <laughs> close to me. That's an hour and a half or two. Or I think two, of it yeah. as two. Yeah. yeah. And it feels like a strong two. It is. Because I you're think like, of it as an hour I will half. take this mountain! And you have to do that. And you still have, you have to take you a mountain. You still have to drive a mountain. You yep. gotta drive a mountain, man. My it's favorite. Different than like, I'm just gonna be like, Hickory doesn't even count. You just put it in neutral and you're just in Hickory. <laughs> Lean off. But you gotta get to Asheville, man. Mm-hmm. You gotta, work you gotta pay it. attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. There's dead zones through there. It's So I'm glad you're not moving to Asheville, even though I like Asheville. I mean, it's cool. Nothing against Asheville. I also like mm. Asheville. Shout out to Asheville. <laughs> <laughs> Asheville.com tourism, I think, might be one of our sponsors. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember anymore. Yeah, I'm Jason. And uh, I, I like uh, to talk about funny things, and uh, but uh, it shifts to super spiritual, philosophical things, and it just goes back and forth and back and forth. That's my jam. Mm. That's what I like to do, and I also do things for money sometimes. <laughs> so how are we going to do that with '80s films? So I'm going to start with this weird connection based on something you said about a camera always on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a song that I don't remember who it was from, but it was like, I always feel like somebody's watching me. Dude, who is that? It feels uh, like oh, Michael Jackson. It's not, it, like it's not Michael Jackson, it's Michael Jackson. He also had a perm. Michael Jackson or the guy? The guy who did that. Mm. I, that's all I can see. And I feel like he had some connection to Eddie Murphy in some weird way. I don't way. think it's a movie, mm. but it's 80s. I can mm. picture the music video. For yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. there was a sm- candid camera smile. You're on candid camera show. Oh, yeah. 80s. Yeah, These aren't that. 80s movies. This is. This I remember is candid to camera. Introduce. Yeah. Did that start in the 80s? Candid camera. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. And uh, yeah. I was AMB, watching America's. Or oh, AFB, definitely remember that. Bob Saget. My favorite part of what we're about to do is that I'm the oldest one here, and I feel really good about that because <laughs> I watched a couple these years things when you, they though, came you know? out. Yeah, I know, I know, but I still, these, these I have a little right bit here. of an edge. But yeah, dude, but you have Jupiter, and I have like yeah, a, a little bit of an edge age, with yeah. years, but there's still like us. How old are you? Twenty four. Against them, but there's us and there's we love them, but they were not alive. You're Gen X. I'm kind of Zennial. Like I was born in eighty one, so I'm kind of maybe yeah, maybe eighty is a different thing because I'm seventy seven. Maybe literally eighty decade, even though it's only four years. It's like oh. 80s, yeah, but I'm I, 70s, right? But I feel like but I'm 80s kind of was grandfathered in a to the little world. bit because, like, I feel like I'm grandfathered in slightly because I had an older brother who was born in the Ooh, 70s, dude. Uh, and I feel like you might even that, that does change. No, it that does. changes it because I've got a little sister mm-hmm. who I feel like is like more of a millennial than she is a Gen Z kid, and right. we're a decade apart. Yeah, and she's definitely like more. You know, she was born like she she would be classified as like Gen Z kid. Mm-hmm. But because of all my influence, right, and the music that I listen to, and all that stuff, like yeah. she grew up and like loves Bowling for Soup, right, and like, yeah. but also like I, I don't know, we've seen Blink One Eighty Two and Weezer together, mm-hmm. but then again, Weezer's kept the same fan so base that for influence. Yeah. You might have so. the edge on me because your older brother might. He was seventy nine though, so okay, or okay. seventy eight. Sorry, seventy. So no, yeah. so I still have yeah. okay. So, you, but I do, I do agree with you in your grandfathered in theory. Yes, yeah. <laughs> So the good playing tricks on me. Oh, oh. I proved myself. <laughs> yeah, you did. It. Uh, but then there's you guys that it's it's not just oh you're younger. You two humans specifically hmm. are among the 
very few I've ever met. Mm. Not my only two, but I could count on one hand. 20-somethings. Aren't you 20-something? No. I don't never ask. You just 30. hit 30 I'm just 30. now. But when I met you, you were in 20-something. Yes. So, yeah, it, it is. is. <laughs> but you were, yeah, you were 20-something when I met you, so still, same thing. Extensive understanding of the 80s. Like, extensive understanding oh, of the 80s. Decently. Definitely the cars. Like, Red <laughs> 80s, like, infatuation, you guys... Ra- I would credit yeah. my. I just know a lot about everything. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's right. This so <laughs> is part of everything. Okay. Well, there you go. Right, but wouldn't you say that there's a there's a more of an affinity to that than there would be other subjects? Yeah, I think so. Since you know everything, <laughs> if you like something more, that's the real thing. That's cr- you know ridiculous. Mm. Everything. That's if true. If you like it, that's I true. I do like it. Because even if you were like, I'm all-knowing, it's like, but I got favorites. I study that one even more. I know more than everything. Everybody's got a mm-hmm. random niche. That you, yeah. There's like one and thing you, you know too much about. And you are the 80s, but the only thing you're missing, you weren't there! No. <laughs> right? No. But it, but it's, I showed up in 92 <laughs> and got to watch all your movies as a kid and not be there when they came out in the theaters. Yeah. But the thing is, you didn't do anything wrong. So I'm I'm backing off of the energy. Like the, my initial one was that nah, you weren't there, and then I'm actually I'm choosing to just be like, this has nothing. That's just when they were born. This ha, that's not their fault. They weren't there. <laughs> nothing against them. Hundred percent. Your eighties. And, and I will say this though too. You're, you right. get like, it. You get it. All so right. there, there was also I will say this as well. Like so, there were some cultural differences. Like I grew up in a in a household where specifically like 80s like horror films yeah yeah were not encouraged <clears throat> to be viewed right oh. so it, it, you know in the last 10 years Sarah and I like we went on this spree of like watching all these like 80s films that we weren't allowed to watch as kids mm. you know and so we went and watched like you know, like the Friday the 13th. Dude, Nightmare, Nightmare on Elm Street Boom. is like yeah. literally one of it's, my it's, favorite yeah, horror. The first, yeah. That's the first movie mentioned in this episode. Right? You just said it out well, loud. It's well, almost like saying which the name one, of the Friday movie Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street? Which one? You said the words Friday the 13th. Yeah. Yes. So I just want to note that in the 80s movies episode of Things About Things, Friday the 13th was the first movie mentioned. And I, and I will say that tomorrow is indeed... Friday oh, the 13th. And I'm going to publish it tomorrow. Dude, so <laughs> it is Friday the 13th when you see this. I'm probably going to get out by the end of the episode. <laughs> <I> <laughs> tricked me into cursing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to perform. Hey, who's that guy with the knife in the window? <laughs> dude, <laughs> like, is he in the podcast dude. too? <laughs> My coconut pineapple bubbly cheers to oh, cheers. accidentally Friday the 13th. Yes. What a collection of drinks we have here. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it still tastes like nothing yes. mm. Sorry, I think I might have just lost a sponsorship. Sorry. But <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fine. I get it, but it still tastes like nothing. Mm. Anyway. You just said the first one. Okay. Which means I think now we transition into really start talking about this. Okay. All right. Like what movie? I don't, I don't want to do the top 10, 9, 8. That's just like, I don't know, man. What are, what are your, some of your favorite 80s movies? Teen Isn't, Wolf. Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf. It's, it's one of the I'm iconic ones. I'm so glad you brought it up because I literally thought about it at work today. And I remember Joe bringing up, um, in his opinion, that Teen Wolf 
like really just embodies that 80s film storytelling yeah where mm-hmm. there's no context nothing's told and it just starts yeah. <laughs> like it literally like the movie comes on and it's just like he's a wolf like, like, the like, music was like you don't have to like, like ask why no, something's no, happening he's, 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 <laughs> and he's the coolest fucking basketball like, and, he's, and he's awesome and bottle not, caps have been opened yeah. so we got some 80s snacks I was gonna say hey, some 80s go. candy I, I was I, I wanted fun dip and so I couldn't find my some. mom fucking loves bottle caps go not for it go bottle caps for mom yeah fun dip I couldn't find and I couldn't find a few others but nerds Nerds Blow still pops. Around. You know they're discontinuing Atomic Fireballs? Oh, no, Atomic Fireballs. Yeah. Is How come? Yeah. They're too hot. I don't know. They're too yeah, hot for probably, the kids. Probably. Warhands <laughs> are still things? There have been lawsuits. It's too hot, even though it says Atomic Fireball. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's discontinued because uh, false advertising. There is no nuclear fission happening. In <laughs> and frankly, they're not actually a all that lie. I don't know. like them because I don't like cinnamon. Lemon heads. That means you I like agree. lemon heads, don't you? Yeah. yeah, I prefer a lemon head, but like I grew up with, yeah, I grew up with warheads. Mm-hmm. Also, I just boy, haven't eaten sour. Like that. Yeah. I never went sour except for like Sour Patch Kids, but that doesn't really even count as like real the sour world. Mm-hmm. It's the introduction to the sour world. But I learned something about sour. sour Patch Kids the other day. <clears throat> and I can't remember what it is for the life of me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's completely useless for the podcast. No, Perfect. nothing is. Let's leave this in. Team, <laughs> Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf. There's okay. okay this I wasn't gonna you say this one until way later, but one of the most unspoken about '80s movies that should be in the top tier, but I think was barely barely overshadowed by Teen Wolf, is Teen Witch. Mm. Guys, it's a good movie. Don't even know. Very it. good. I don't think I know that one. It is like everything that you're saying just about starts. The, the filmmaking, and it just starts. But what if the main character was a teenage girl instead of a teenage boy? Teen Witch! <laughs> it's amazing. It's and, crazy and what Hollywood just, can do yeah. with something. <laughs> yeah. And it's not a sequel. But it sure is a close on purpose. And Teen Wolf mm. had a sequel. Yeah. Jason Bateman. <laughs> I wasn't going to say, but Teen I know Wolf nothing two. about Teen it. Teen Wolf 2, Jason Bateman, he, he makes fun of himself a lot. 2 double O, if I re- recall correctly, <laughs> as in he's the Teen Wolf 2, not yeah. the second. That's, mm-hmm. that's next oh, level so sequel. Oh, wow. <laughs> Was Jason Bateman in... He wasn't in the original. No, he's no, just no, the new Teen Wolf. Lines, like There's the, another one. Was Michael J. <laughs> Fox in the yeah. second one? No. no, no. When, okay. did, when, did, when did this one... Teen Wolf 2 come out. 1992. Okay, so no, I don't know that at all. That was my guess. 89 was my guess. 89 could be. I don't know. The original was 85. So it was probably 89. You're probably... They like to stay in the same decade, you know, because yeah. uh, because it's the eighties. Yes, yeah, <laughs> it's true. That, they, they didn't do but really oh my long God. breaks till you were born. Well, I, I'm actually later. wrong on until this. now. What's that? Until they, I'm until the they one wait missing out on the full years. experience because I wasn't born in the eighties. What about that as a theory? Well, I so, like to think of it as like when you sort of came online in your memory yeah, and mind, but like, maybe a theory's wrong. He's the only know. one born in the I 80s. Was, I was born in the 80s, the only one in this So you win. Episode. Yeah. I, there's something I don't know about the 80s. I, Maybe. The first three years, I wasn't even in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where was I? Where was I? All of a sudden, you in the, nearly 19, adopted the 80s. No, it's, 1980 is probably my first memory. <laughs> that was 1980. I don't remember 1979. That was I was two. No yeah. memory. 1980. I woke up. I am 80s. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I arrived freaking New Year's midnight was when 1880. That's when I came online. Mm-hmm. Well, That's well, how it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, my parents. No, I don't. Uh, it was probably a New Year's party. I was there. They were drinking, partying with friends. And I was like, oh, 1980. <laughs> They're swapping keys. No joke. No joke. I was going to make a joke about they that's, were smoking cigarettes in the house. Oh, but. 100%. Swapping <laughs> keys. That's... Yeah, shag carpet. They never, like, even if you're going to smoke inside, don't purposefully catch all of it with the carpet. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that's what it was for. <laughs> I could just picture, like, a nicotine-stained shag carpet. <laughs> At oh, least man. just go smooth surface if you're going to commit to the smoking mm-hmm. inside. Oh man, Teen Witch, you should watch it. <laughs> I guess we're rotating. Yeah. I guess, I guess we're just going so around. is it my turn? I guess so. Okay. We just declared uh, I, I really have a hard time deciding which one to like mention. There, there are so many. Yeah. Probably my favorite, though, as a, as a kid, I'm torn between Short Circuit 2. Oh man. Specifically Short Circuit 2 <laughs> or Flight of the Navigator. Oh yeah. Both. Are really great. Um, Flight of the Navigator for me. I know. Just because sequel. Like, so I used to have this, like, terrible phobia. You remember, like, in the 80s, like, uh, John Mulaney did this whole thing uh, in one of his stand-up Not things. in like, the 80s. That's not not in the mean. 80s, but, like, he was talking about, like, how I, I remember thinking that, like, quicksand would have been a bigger problem, you know? Because, mm, yeah. <laughs> like, like, in the 80s, that no. was, like, a big thing. Also, Absolutely. in the 80s, like, Amnesia. Was like a huge thing. There were a lot of films about people like having waking up and not remembering. Like, yeah, exactly. And Flight of the Navigator, even though it wasn't technically amnesia, it was kind of like that because, like, the kid wakes up and he's like, like all his family are grown and like he's like time traveled essentially because of I don't know. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! At all though. Oh man, it's great. It's fantastic. But I remember that was like a really, really big fear <clears throat> of mine. It was like something like that happening to me yeah. to where like I woke up one morning mm-hmm. and like the world has changed and I don't okay. know who I am. Kidnapping, Kidnapping. was a big theme. Yes. And here's why maybe, 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 uh-huh. maybe whatever has become like the the most recent woke wave that's mm-hmm. happened in our culture the past two years, three years, what if there was a... Woke happened in the eighties about um like sexual abuse. Mm. And like they were like, We never pay attention to where our kids are ever. Like <laughs> the, in the early eighties it was like you don't even know where the children are. They and they come have, back like, at like eleven commercial o'clock. At at night. Ten o'clock that saying, Do you know where your kids are? They would just. I like, grew up. I would like go to, out, remind to remind the parents. I would parents, go out. Do you know where your all the parents are. were just like, oh, we have kids. Yeah. Oh, they, they so say like, I put their beard down. Around. Yeah, yeah. Do you know where your kids are? Yeah, they're they're out with their <laughs> they're out with their friends. Out with their friends. They're yeah. out with their friends. Where is that? I don't know. <laughs> they're out here. Out, thank they God is where they are. Yeah. So that's what I grew up doing. It was like come home at eleven or twelve on my bike, just like we did stuff. See, I didn't get to do that at all, and it wasn't because I had like helicopter parents or anything. It's because I lived in the middle of nowhere. You didn't, didn't have neighbors. I had know. no neighbors. You couldn't see anybody else's house from where yeah, I lived. Like that's hard. To have I had connection. one friend, and he would drive a four wheeler, yeah. like through his Christmas tree fields, and pick me up over a fence. Right, and like, country, that was it. Country, like, like I didn't have. You yeah. win the country. They were like, the "Where's country-ist? Cody?" They were like, "Somewhere on the property." Yeah, like, <laughs> so it's I still, couldn't wander so, that He's far. out there somewhere. Yeah, right. Same thing. But then I think something woke that it was like bad things are happening to these kids when we don't know what, where they are. 
Mm-hmm. So they started making movies well, about like not get about kidnappings and yeah. So I think that's part. part and of you it. can maybe see that in filmmaking because maybe in the eighties the kidnapping was almost uh, maybe more of a campy kind of setup for a kidnapping. And then mm-hmm. like in the early two mm-hmm. thousands, how many Taken movies did they mm-hmm. make? Oh, where yeah. Jason Statham was like, "You took my daughter, and I'm going to come and murder no, 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 you." Hold on, it was yeah. not Jason Statham. It was uh, Liam Neeson. 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 Oh, sorry, sorry, yes, sorry, yeah, sorry. yeah. Sorry, Jason Statham. That was Transporter, was, which I think was, was like this. Probably the same movie. My guess is we know why I I have these. Oh, E.T. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, even yeah. though. Um, sorry, I was remembering Mac and Me. Oh, okay. Like, we had we had a Christian version of that, which was uh, McGee and Me. Wow, you remember that? No, oh, no I didn't grow okay, up in mind. church world though. <laughs> I'm not going to co-opt that. Okay, E.T., mm. iconic, the super iconic for E.T. Mm-hmm. You can't argue with E.T. being one of the most iconic of the 80s, but my guess is it wasn't even in the top few that you were thinking about talking about tonight. No. That's my guess. It has... Um, Not for me. I've been thinking a lot about like cultural archetypes and how they form in the mm. collective unconscious. Uh, and I think, Like you do. Like, like I do. Um and I think that E.T. has held on to a reputation as a Spielberg film much more than it has as an 80s film. Absolutely. And part of that is because they've re-released it, remastered it, re-scanned the original, like, Because everybody's watched it. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you were born in the 80s or not. Like, that's, mm-hmm. it's, like it's a movie, I watched it It's a movie you a grew up child. with. Yeah. Like, it didn't matter that it, it came out forever ago. It was, like... I did, too. Part of your that, formation also. Yeah. Um, Absolutely, and that's why we don't think of it as an eighties movie. <laughs> that ageless little alien fuck, <laughs> Andrew Barrymore. Andrew Barrymore. First, uh, I think that was her first film, wasn't it? Uh huh. Didn't know as that. As far as I knew. <gasps> mm-hmm. Fun thing about the eighties: everybody in Hollywood got their start in a shitty horror movie. Yeah. It was oh, a yeah. huge thing. Like, and that just carried on. Well, throughout yeah. I mean, film, uh, but uh, uh, what's his name? Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. That's yep. who I'm thinking of. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Aniston's first movie was Leprechaun. Hmm. Was it? Come on. Yeah, that's great. Uh, that's your way that's into the industry, Le- baby. Leprechaun, that was an 80s, though. That's it. That's was it? it? Maybe the first one. It Think might have been like an 89. Okay. Because okay. they, they did end up doing what if like here's seven. Why? What if here's why? There weren't that many agents back then. Okay? <laughs> there weren't that many agents trying to help actors come up. There was just a few, and they were sleazy. Oh, that was definitely. And they got like a good. I've seen they the got movie. Sixty percent because look who you, who else is going to help you? Because it was the eighties. I take sixty percent, and but I get you the jobs. And they go, you willing to fuck? <laughs> no, that's not one of them. Fine, that's okay. We got that if you want it, but if you don't, that's okay. Horror movie, slasher, terrible uh. B grade. It pays okay, but you'll be in a movie. And that's why the actors started in the horror industry. That's nice. what I think. That's just a theory. You can see that. 80s had this, like, look. <laughs> Nobody else is going to get you this deal. The Wolf of Wall Street? Or the, the, I'm um, familiar with it. I haven't seen, seen it. actually. I have not seen that. I have there seen weren't, it. like, regulations on certain trades. They just didn't think of it yet, the way that there was, like, this new way of trading at the stock market. And they're like, we're going to help broker these things for people. And they're going to buy, like... You know, let's say ten thousand dollars worth of stocks. Our fee is fifty percent. <laughs> so when you bought ten thousand dollars of a stock, the firm that helped you do that got five thousand dollars 
out of that $10,000. Wow. So they became ridiculous millionaires fast I always because think of they like, just took it from people. Since I didn't get to be around in the 80s, all I can ever do is think about what it must have been like. I just always that think was it was like, it was like right it was like right before like cameras just were everywhere. That's it. it was and, before uh, cameras, but then I think part of part of this woke thing this past decade is and some of that stuff was very bad and you need to be held accountable for it. I'm sure. That's <laughs> in the 80s we're like, yeah, we just took it. And now they're like, you did. And now that's you're going to pay for it. That's why you couldn't. And tying it yeah. all back into movies, that's how you couldn't make Porky's today. <laughs> no. Or Porky's or, 2. Or, or you couldn't do or, or, it. Or, or, or Porky's uh, what was 2 that? What's with T-O-O. Uh, um, oh, God. Why can't I think of his name? Uh, hey, Cheetos are being open. Graduate. I think graduate. that's 70s. That, is that, that I, is 70s. I don't know. You're right. Is. That is 70s. Let me, let, me go, let me remember. No, no, no. Yeah, it was 79. Yeah. No, no, because I remember, I remember. I was there. <laughs> but Dustin Hoffman, that's who I was trying to think of. But yeah, that's yeah. That's a naughty movie, not, man. I've not seen it, but I've. Uh, oh, really? No. I mean. Yeah, it's not that good. Yeah. I just, I just know the good. stories of my dad like going to the movies when he was like a teenager yeah. or something like that. He wins. And, he really uh, remembers. I'm sure. <laughs> So if you didn't grow up being mm-hmm. able to watch like some of the classic like horror, right. have, no, 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 no. and you started going yeah. back though, yeah, mm-hmm. that's the question. Have is. you like like gone through some of the collections and maybe like so like Nightmare on Elm Street one, mm-hmm. but you also have two, three, four, five, <laughs> yeah. and like technically six. I think, and we, then there's I technically think we watched eight. like so so yeah, we didn't watch like all. I think we did like right, the first right. three, and then and then by oh, third that one's point, the best one, like. Then there was like the 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 Wes Craven yeah. New Nightmare, yeah, 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 yeah. That was like mid nineties, I think. Something, yeah, ninety seven. Like yeah, um, and then likewise with like the Friday the Thirteenth, you know, uh, yeah, <clears throat> same same thing. Like first one where Jason's when it's his mom mm-hmm. and and all that. But, he didn't uh, do it. But yeah, yeah, that was it. Was definitely it was, it was really fun, kind of revisiting that kind of still having the nostalgia of the era mm-hmm. but like getting to experience it for the first time yeah you know that was that was really fun yeah it's kind of like cool. it, was, it was like that's kind of like watching stranger things right kind of thing. you know like oh, yeah. you get the nostalgia but it's still mm-hmm. new right oh, so, that's cool yeah man you 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 like this some thriller stuff right and yeah. the horror stuff that, yeah <laughs> i don't know as much about that i was the pop like only child we had HBO. My parents were doing whatever they were doing. I'm watching HBO as a little kid. I saw the, but they, but then also the popular, just like Hollywood blockbuster. I was, I didn't do the thriller stuff because I, got, I was a little kid. I don't know. That was just what I gravitated to. Like I can remember going and renting movies growing up, and like that's what I wanted. Was I was like I want Nightmare on Elm Five. Like and even yeah, one of the movies I was gonna bring up tonight. If we were all just gonna like pick a film and it's not necessarily my favorite it's kind of horrible i've only seen it like twice i do own it um <laughs> i can't remember i forgot to look up what it means but it's an 80s italian horror film called anthropothagus whoa and dive. on the cover a deep there's a man eating his own intestines whoa. <laughs> yeah 
That's it's it, it's, it's. I it's, haven't it's, seen that one. It's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. I, I didn't catch in that Italian, one. so you're watching like. It wasn't on HBO. Subtitle. at <laughs> yes, one a.m. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. I was eight. <laughs> I found it. I found it when I was working at Fat. Could have been, but it wasn't. Okay. And I just had access to like all this weird wow cultiness, and yeah. So and yes, he does do that in the film. It's kind of great though, because like, what, did it I, help him in any way? <sighs> I'm just curious, if you were to eat your own intestine, would it buy you any time? (laughs) (laughs) I've looked into it, and no. Your body's much more... It's not even the worst... It's It's not even the worst thing that he eats in the film. It's a very bad decision. It's not the worst thing Mm. he eats? No. (laughs) Oh, God. Kevin was like, yeah, how could it possibly I'm, I'm get eating, worse? Eating, uh, yeah, this Reese's isn't the 80s. It's not, it's I wasn't Reese's, into this part it's version not Reese's of the 80s. Pieces. It's not Reese's Pieces. I have an 80s movie question just for you, you yeah, guys versus it. us. Oh, God, I'll lose. Since I know I'm it. Fighting. Not even, no, I mean, not versus like uh, that. Remembering the specific stuff. So I like old movies. Mm-hmm. I like movies that, uh, you know, they actually were using makeup and stuff like that. And it wasn't just CGI, like CGI stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like I like uh, and evil effects. Yeah. yeah. And so even stuff from like Maniac, where they like made a dude's head explode in like, or like Scanners, where they also did and the like same Indiana thing. Indiana Jones melting face. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. had to make that happen somehow. Yeah. yeah. And even Physically. into like you know stuff later when you had big cast scenes like Lord of the Rings, where they just did all those orcs. And like it was just incredible, and then like you know, and then they did the Hobbit, and the Hobbit had yeah, like that was CGI. All CG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I, but I like the old ones. Yeah. And for me, I Do go. Do you guys still feel like that's 100%. what you prefer yes. to? Yes. Hundred percent. Yes. And so much so that I, I don't even understand why you had to ask because it's so obviously yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah, like what are you talking about? Of course, that's yeah. I like, the cra- I like the craft behind it. I'm well, sure you do. There are right. exceptions, yeah, yeah. I think. Every once in a while, something happens in a movie where I go, wow, they really didn't used to be able to do that, and that was cool. <laughs> well, and I think, I think too, it's, it's sort of this, this whole, um, uh, they, they call it like the, the uncanny valley. Are you familiar with this, this concept? So basically, um, and Jupiter, maybe you can help me describe it if I don't do it properly, but essentially the more realistic something looks, but that isn't real, mm-hmm. the more that our mind distrusts or has an unease about it. Hashtag right? matrix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so like, yeah, like, yeah, like the, the, especially the second one, right? The con- uh, even just the concept. Well, or, or, right, you know, but no, basically when something's CG, knowing. so mm-hmm. like the, one of the, the big examples that you'll, you'll hear people talk about is, uh, the Polar Express film, like the the Christmas movie, yeah, yeah, you know, like it's it's CG. It like, kind of looks almost lifelike, yeah, but not lifelike enough. And it just it and so you watch it and you just I've kind never of feel heard, a little creeped I've, out by it. Right? I've never heard this theory or anything. Mm-hmm. I've never heard anyone talk about this. My kids go, I don't want to watch Polar Express. It's creepy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. boom. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what they said. The Uncanny Valley. <laughs> It's it, and that's like a great example of it because it's like it it's supposed to look real and it's supposed to look whatever, but you just don't like it. So and maybe it was a rough draft and they freaking made it into a movie, right? Maybe they're like, we're know. not really ready with this technology, but we present to you the Polar like Express. Right. So, so like right. going so going back to like the Hobbit versus Lord of the Rings, right? So Lord of the Rings, you had way to workshop, and it's all like practical 
makeup and, and prosthetics and whatnot. And it's like very, I mean, it's all real. It, none of it's CG. You do have like Gollum, though. Gollum was Go- the well, beginning sorry, sorry, of sorry. it. Gollum was. You're right. But they didn't. Did you guys Gollum know was that? the only yeah. character. Yeah. They kind of had to. Well, yeah. You, yeah. Gross little. But, and but it like, was. It was the beginning of never, that, like the, the the mix. And I even like the mix of well, the Well, the two. reason yeah. it shouldn't matter, the, the, it was digital. It was. Right. You know what I mean? But, okay, ha- the so reason Gollum shouldn't matter. You're right. You're right. Did Gollum, was, Gollum was definitely CG. But it was a big deal. That, it was. That they did it was. That. But you go back and and then you look at the Hobbit films and like the, no the, all the gobl- all the goblins like they're it's all CG and like it just how can something be perfect and completely wrong at the same it, time? It, yeah, just it felt cheap. It it felt cheapened to me, even to, though it probably costs more to have like a, a whole visual effects you know animation team build all of those orcs or, or goblins or whatnot versus having actually i don't know what the cost would be but um i wish they would have done it like they did lord of the rings i wish they w- would have worked with way to workshop or or someone like that yeah. who who what yeah, do you think had of this? realistic um all sorts of things. One, uh, so the Uncanny Valley, the reason it's called a valley is because it pulls on this other thing where humans do actually like things that look human. We're mm-hmm. more attracted to something, not like attracted, but like, you know, we're interested Drawn in to it. it. Yeah, the yeah. more humid it is up to a point. And that's mm-hmm. what they call it a valley because when you graph this like interest versus anthropomorphism line, you go up, 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 and then straight down, and then straight back up once you get to actual, real human. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so the valley is this tiny infinitesimal point right before human. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, I think that principle is what, it, like in life, about succeeding. I think you just described, you go and you try, and you're like, I hope that I reach this goal, and then you don't know it, but right before you reach that goal, you freaking go boom, and it's like oh, I didn't, and then it just skyrockets back. Because I I hear people talk a lot about like you talk about a lot of this, like what you hope for the future and what you think you're trying to build in your community and all that stuff. And so if you ever think, I think I'm actually getting there. My guess is there will be a moment that you'll be like, never mind, I'm going to fail. And that probably means you are about and, to do And the next step is like right, Like the next day or week or year. Mm. I'm sounding an awful lot like like inspirational speaker right now, but totally I believe well. it though somehow, you know, not magically, but there's mm. something about the 80s that has this terribleness mm. about like a lot of people go, it's one of the best movies. I mean, it's not, but it's awesome. I, I, think I feel like they were always happy endings. But what I'm really saying Ish. is, were no, no, they no, no, good movies? Yeah. Or were they actually not good movies? And they were so not a good movie, we absolutely loved them. <laughs> That's why I love bad <laughs> movies. It does happen. <laughs> I love bad horror movies, yeah. including 80s movies and new movies, yeah. um, mm. because they're terrible. It's like so are, should, Is there a them. difference between... Movies in the '80s that are so bad we love them, and actually good movies that were made in the '80s. And how do you know the difference between oh, those? Now two I'm just things? trying to think of like I what bet. was one that was just most, like 
I can start naming. When some someone says talk. "think of an '80s movie," you don't think of the really, really good movies that happen to be released in the '80s. But which ones would those be if you were to actively think about it? I don't, I don't know. When Terminator came Two out well enough. Terminator Two was Terminator Two was good. Was that '80s? No, no, no. And they uh, too much CG. No, it totally was <laughs> '80s. Maybe Terminator the first two. one. T One was '84. Terminator 2 was 92. They waited. There a was long a time. huge gap in I remember between as them. a kid being like, I yeah. don't think they're making more of like, these. I only oh, know this man. because T2 is like my favorite blockbuster. Yeah. And it was another one of those that was like a mix of the CGI. And, and it was like, right, the CGI yeah. in that was so clean. James I've Cameron, talked about man. this movie way too much. Like, I really do like it. Like, even oh, it's so good. It, oh, it's got the, the good special effects. Oh, I'm so jealous. I was in the theater. I was so I being It's coming out. They finally, after eight then. years. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Okay. All right. Sorry. All right. Let's just go. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Great movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to steal a car um, for a day. I think more than anybody, I want to like, be the, we could I just say be the nothing valley about guy. each one of them, or we could just say like witty, quick things. I mean... No I want rules. to talk about archetypes because that's what I've been into I love lately. it. But yes. Like, the Ferris Bueller it, like embodies a certain archetype and I think uh, isn't probably isn't the first example. It's, it's probably already pulling on something older in like the cultural consciousness but yeah. uh, established um, further guidelines for that archetype in mm-hmm. this like snide <laughs> fourth wall breaking this like we have Deadpool <coughs> and stuff now he even references Ferris Bueller's Day Off yeah, in the first one yeah it felt different um, mm. but like that type of character who's like that's me records yeah. great like uh, not all that happens in Ferris Bueller but like <laughs> that was that a that was a like um, that was a paraphrase of Ferris Bueller wise omniscient but it's still the main character uh mm experience Ferris Bueller changed the world it's true say Ferris Bueller mm. felt big time and I, apparently it was uh, I have some f- facts we're gonna get to is that later. the best really John Hughes film oh man <laughs> I don't even know how to answer when, you know what things. I was looking I was thinking about this earlier just because I felt like at some point obviously John Hughes films were mm-hmm. definitely gonna mm-hmm. come up within this um over Christmas, watching, uh, you know, just childhood classics for me, mm-hmm. uh, didn't realize that uh, John Hughes produced uh, Home Alone. Oh, wow. He wasn't like, you know, it wasn't his film. He didn't direct oh. it, but he was still in on it. Right. And I was just like, ah, and I could kind of see it. Like, I could kind of mm-hmm. see that slow. I was like, that bastard was in my childhood, He too. influenced like, it. Yeah. Even if he wasn't the primary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was just out creating I, culture I like still. this archetype thing. I may, feel free to spit that out more because, I mean, not every movie would be some archetype, the major one necessarily. I disagree, but... Or maybe every, not... I think every movie pulls on archetypes. Not everyone has that sort of... Um, Nail, nails it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it doesn't not only pull on it, embody it, but uh, represent it going forward. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, Stand By Me. Oh, man. Stand By Me? Yeah. First R-rated film I think I ever saw. Okay. Um, sorry. No, that's good. Yeah, that that's was good to know. That was yeah. No, no. It, that one was one of those films that um, when I saw it. So I didn't. I saw that one probably. I had a friend who lived across the street from us, and in like he had all like like the the, the cool movies that I wasn't you know. So we'd we do sleepovers and we'd watch. Like, yeah, Stand By Me and Terminator 2, um, which was later. But, uh, yeah, I remember watching that one and having this 
sort of it was one of those one of those times where you sort of realized like your mortality yeah as like a kid yeah you know? it, it, kids were talking about a kid that had died yeah like not that, like the old old man peterson was, died. right it was right like, like a that was dead. like yeah, and it's not like Freddy Krueger's like coming to kill right, you. Right, right. Like, exactly. It's like an actual it was real like life. Real life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. And that was that, that was one of the first times I, as 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 a child, sort of facing my own mortality and like that becoming like a reality that, um, you know, when you're, I don't know what what, what year that came out, but I remember watching it when I was probably nine or ten. No, I don't. I actually don't remember. Well, it, I, I wouldn't have seen it in the it, theaters because you know I would have been like. Five, but yeah. <laughs> it's a really <laughs> hard thing to drop on a kid. But I, like, but I remember Jimmy, like we're all gonna die one day, and like, like and, I, and then of course like the scene where like everyone's like vomiting at the pie eating con contest. Yeah, that, that was, felt that was so great. significant. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. R- first rated R movie you saw. Quick side note: rated R. Uh, felt really big mm-hmm. to me. Bigger than I think of it as for my kids with R, mm-hmm. but felt it felt to me like R was huge. There wasn't a PG thirteen. I was going to say, so do we do we want to jump into that? I think we okay. should because that <laughs> was part of the yeah. Like you see a, a, an eighties movie and it's rated PG, and we then didn't you watch it and you that. go, "What? The, this is PG? Yeah." And here's why. Here, here's why <laughs> PG thirteen didn't exist. Here's until. Why, here's how it's PG is because the right. to, to become R. It's big time. That's why I grew up with that mentality. You don't get R, kinda. It is rated R. Dude. Isn't it like the, the you gotta the, say the F word? So, twice. It's twice, right? It is, yeah, no, it's twice. That like to go from PG thirteen to R, right? Like, yeah, you get two <laughs> up until nineteen eighty. Was eighty six or eighty seven? Under the year, we'll get we'll get to the film. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, we'll get to the film. But like, <laughs> but up until. Prior to this film that we'll mention in a minute, mm-hmm. it was literally rated G, PG, R. I remember watching a YouTube like, clip on whatever you're so about to tell me. So if you watch a PG, and like then it could have been and anything. Then it's, you're like, this is PG. It's because it was like this close to R, but they were like, you know what? It actually doesn't meet the standard. So it's PG. Uh, it's like Jaws was <laughs> PG. Poltergeist <laughs> right. was right. PG. Because, yeah. because you know? the parents don't even know where the kids are. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't matter. What? Yeah. So who cares what they're watching? Yeah. Yeah, so stand by me. They just tell, they all tell the other, each their parents, like, I'm spending the night at so and so's house. And that buys them time to go walk alone in the woods and camp out to go find a dead body way, really far away from home. There's no kid that I know that could possibly do, pull that off. No, the only uh, time I ever though. lied and, and did that exact trick, like, hey, I'm going to stay at your house. You're going to stay at my house. And we went somewhere else. And like forty five minutes later, my dad knocked on the door. Because of where we were at, yeah. Like I was like busted immediately. Like none of that shit ever works. So it made it seem like you just go outside on your bike and you save the world. I always love it too because I always felt like that was one of those moments where my dad also knew what I was doing and respected me. Yeah. Because he didn't come in. Mm. He just knocked on the door. (laughs) Was like, "Cody, you in there?" And I was like, "Yep." (laughs) And he was like. You need to come home. And I was like, yep. <laughs> and, I can and, almost he, hear and he just did the dad thing and he just left. Like, and I got home and we didn't talk about it. I had lasagna and I went to my fucking room. Like, I was just like, thank you. 
<laughs> Anyways, all right. You I didn't watched, have to and I watched really, an 80s movie. You didn't even have to talk about it because it's like you're never trying that again. No, yeah. Or else it's big time <laughs> trouble and you're like, I know, I won't. And you Scariest know, you knock on the door it. ever. Uh, it very the 80s. Karate Kid. Yep. Terrible remake. <laughs> Yep. It, well, anything you want don't to like say Jaden about Smith? it? <laughs> is it an archetype? Is it a what was there? Oh, it totally is. It's several. Um, there's lots of things to say about it. But like Mr. Miyagi, I think he embodies an archetype uh, that you know. There's also like Orientalist and like racist stuff involved in that archetype. It's sort of the way yeah. the type of thing goes when they might not have meant it. People down mm-hmm. to characters. Yes, um, but he did try to honor him, so it. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't think they were like, oh, we hate Asian people, obviously. No, no, They no. were just like, Stereotype. oh, yeah, like, let's pull on this archetype and, like, didn't think about, like, yeah. the Orientalist yeah. But still felt felt positive to me, which I know that's not the whole point of it, is me, but it, I view it as important because it was the West learning from the East. Mm-hmm. And it was like seen as yes, the West does have something to learn from the East, and that was right in the middle of like a, a Americanism of like we have nothing to learn from the people on that side of the world, mm-hmm. the Russians, the Chinese. We we are better mm-hmm. than them. We have nothing to learn from them. And uh, here comes this movie of like the West has a lot to learn from the East, mm-hmm. and it's like yeah, it does. That's why I like the Karate Kid, mm-hmm. you know. Does Drunken Master have that same effect? (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. The Last Dragon. The Last Dragon. That one had a big effect on me. That was more how, that was mostly African American culture that had embraced uh, martial arts. Mm -hmm. So the the West, (laughs) meaning the African American West learning from the East. Mm hmm. Karate Kids, more white American West mm-hmm. learning from the East, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Did yeah. you see the remake? Yeah, I saw okay. it in theaters. I think I did too, and I don't know why. Uh, was I, that the one with Jennifer I went Garner? to see it because in the yeah. commercial, oh, Jane Smith, they used the Fort right. Minor song um, that's like 10% look. That one. Uh, <laughs> you mean what like, every high school basketball so team rolled uh, ran out to? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, you like the movie, kind of? Uh, I mean, I was cool with it. The, the I, remake? Yeah, I wasn't comparing it to the first one, so I I wasn't mad at it, but yeah. a lot of people hated it, and I was like, I mean, it's not. I'm not comparing it to the first one. I enjoyed watching. But it. is it something that you would go back and watch? No, no, See, I never saw it. But in have you gone back and watched? I've shown my kids the exactly. original Karate Kid, so I, <laughs> they don't even know the second one. I mean, exists. there's a there's a difference in that. It's like the remake isn't going to live on quite like the original so did. Should you bother? With and the you know, even though it was new to you. When you saw it, you knew there was an original, though, right? Yeah, of course. And maybe hadn't even Name seen it Name a remake yet, but... that you're like, wow, that was better. A remake mm. that... I feel like there are those. There's got to be some. There has to be one. That's a fun one, though. Yeah. Um, God, now that everything's been remade. So. Uh, the Hobbit. Fun. Second version or better. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> remake. Nice. It's better than the animated. Oh, yeah. An- okay. I feel like okay. that's an For asterisk second, I was of the like, animation. Yeah. The animation <laughs> in the, what was that, 70s? Of- oh, 70s, yeah. Yeah, there's it's hard a, to compare. <laughs> there's TikToks going over around about that movie right now, because it's like Bilbo, and he's like blowing out his pipe, <laughs> and Gandalf just arrives, and they're like, "Dude, whatever he was smoking must have been the shit." <laughs> like because like the way the animation <laughs> the works, like, like there's a tree, <laughs> and then there's like no Gandalf, and then there's just Gandalf. Like you're like like they just did a flip book, but he was just there. Like the thing, he didn't <laughs> slide into frame. Yeah, he just appeared. 
That's how Gandalf do. Smoking yeah. that Zamboni. Uh-huh. All right, let's go faster. Back okay. to the Future. Oh, Love that man. movie. Fantastic. Classic. Third one, skippable. <laughs> third one? Oh. Yeah. I don't know why I thought that was so no, good. That's my dad's no. favorite. I love the third one, but I get it. Yeah, it's totally I would skippable. say I'm not saying you should skip it. I'm saying it is it's skippable. skippable. Yeah, yeah, not integral to the story. I'd be okay if my kids never saw it, <laughs> but <laughs> but but I want them to see the first one. So so this I is, want my kids to I see want, the first one. Sarah and I've had this I, conversation. I don't care if they see the third one. I want the boys. I've I've, I've talked about like, hey, we got to watch Back to the Future, and Sarah's like, no. Way we're not watching that. Like the whole like that was a PG that was real close to not on, being PG. Like the mom, and uh, like, it's like that's the reason the that like, little girls. I'm like, I don't yeah. want to see an almost rape. Calvin, yeah, it's like the, oh, Cal- yeah. Calvin Klein. Calvin, Calvin Klein. Well, there was that too, but like, yeah. But I'm thinking of like specifically like towards the end of the film where like you know they He's have a whole to plan uh, pretend to rape. Uh, her. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like this or whole plan to be sexual assault. And then like Biff come and it's like just I'm like oh yeah that's probably you know, probably shouldn't watch that yeah I've it's... never thought of it in that nature <laughs> and that's probably partially only because I just grew up with it I know and like, there are th- there are things I just that grew you up just, with it I, yeah didn't, didn't realize we're like oh that's kind of messed up so yeah. did it mess you us... start seeing that stuff yeah. later you're like yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, it was kind of fun did it mess yeah, us I... up did it mess us up if we saw as a child that did it mess us up. I don't know. I've been thinking about this a lot. Like, does do the things does you watch scene... directly affect you in ways that you yeah, don't yeah. actually understand? Because, you know, I think people in general believe that. Like, I agree. That's generally believed to be your true. Mind in ways you don't understand. Yes. But I don't know why we believe that. Like, do do we know? Because it's, it's knowledge true? that we feel a child shouldn't have yet. So we feel they shouldn't have it, but they do have it. Something is wrong with that. I but I don't bud- know. But I don't know if it messes us up. I have a buddy who hates that I watch horror movies, and he thinks that it messes the, you up. Well, yeah, because he's like, <laughs> he's like your, he's like your eyes are the. What, he says yeah, like, you know, portal. Yeah, yeah, window to your soul, portal to your soul. Like what you're viewing is like what you put in there. Mm-hmm. So he was always like, true? "Why are you watching this?" Be I don't know, man. I grew up. What you see. I've seen a lot of yeah, stuff sorry. that a lot of stuff that be didn't mess. I don't feel like messing oh, okay. up. Yeah, yeah, like, but then there are some that I feel like they have. Okay. Like mm-hmm. the whole like see no evil, speak no evil. Certain right, horror right, right, scenes that, that, that I'm that, like, that, oh, I, I don't like, like that I just saw that. Mm-hmm. Like it's, sorry, we're having like two conversations. It's not good for a podcast. It's perfect for a podcast. Everyone talk at once. I mean, it's like it's like it's real life, man. And I said in the intro that some people they Maybe they just need to watch people have a good conversation so they can remember what a good conversation <laughs> is like so they can have a good conversation again. That's true. Right. And so sometimes you're having it and then sometimes you just bounce to the other person. And like, <laughs> we've done this before, guys. If this was just a bar, it would just, just be louder. Light over there. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah I but I don't know. I don't know. To answer your question, I don't know because I feel like I grew up listening to Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> Did it mess you up? And I don't think I do any of the terrible things that I sat in my bedroom so Same wholeheartedly with me, Same singing with me. out loud okay. under a blanket. Doctor Dre, the Chronic, before I knew what the references oh, were. Sure. And I don't think it messed me up. I, I look- think. I think really what the, the where I think maybe it would Eat sort of mess you up in, in, is like we we kind of joke about like boomer humor, where like you know. 
maybe people in our parents' generation will like make jokes and 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 like not see you know maybe speak a little bit insensitive towards issues. They're like, you can't say that anymore. Rodney Dangerfield, <laughs> no. yeah, right. Um, and it, it, I'm trying to word this carefully. Um, you know, it's not that they're necessarily bigoted people, but the, the yeah, I think the the way that they're they speak with a without a filter in a way that I think is poten- uh, potentially unhealthy. Yeah, you know, insensitive, uh, insensitive, maybe. and 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 this idea That's- of like I think there's a, a privilege there, at least coming from like someone from say my background right like as mm. a, a a white anglo-saxon american um you know where awasa a, a wasp <laughs> no like, you're american oh, you, know, you threw an american you're a wasp <laughs> um you know where where like you know wasa <laughs> I don't think my dad's appropriation, but like my dad, <laughs> I, I, I'm always on my dad's case about What's like, that? you can't say that. You can't make those kinds of. It's, and my dad's like a wonderful human being. I love him to death, and he's one of the most kind, loving people. But like, he'll make jokes, and I'm like, Dad, you can't say that, <laughs> you know? right? But he can't. I mean, he did. He does, <laughs> right? You know, and like, and, and, and yeah, not just my dad, but like, I think, right I think yeah. like boomers in general, right? Yeah. Um, and it's not that they're like mean spirited or whatever. It's just they don't that they're just unaware of of um the the position that they're in yeah and they ain't woke they ain't woke well you yeah. know i don't they're still nice i don't like yeah. that term nowadays no i know it's I'm overused like, it, is, yeah. it is overused and like because the truth is like well we might use the term woke but like you know and 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 i do think that sometimes like we can be a little bit oversensitive to like hey like I find that offensive, whereas the people who, who it's referring to, don't, referring find, to, it don't find it offensive. Like, yeah. I, I know that is a thing. Yeah. Right. Like, I, I do you think get that a little we can too be a woke. Little... You're the white person that is right, trying right, right. to save the black person. <laughs> right. Exactly. And they don't need yeah. your help. Right. 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 Yeah. And I think that's white very... knighting. Yes. K N I G H. Yeah. 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 And that's a very real thing. Like, and so, I, you know, I think there's, very it's real. a, it's a, I don't know if balance or integration is the word, but, you know, um, going back to, like, we were talking about, uh, yeah, like, the, the films that we watched when we were younger. <laughs> right, well right. Coming back to, like, has that affected our ability, or has that oh, changed has it messed us? us up has it messed whatever. us up? And it's like, I mean, maybe uh, in terms of filters. I think um, the things that messed us up are the things that happened to us. Hmm. More so than the things we watched in a movie. Yeah, I'm not. I, I don't. That's why I was allowed to watch horror movies at a young age. My dad was always just like, "It's pretend," and then yeah. you kind of look at it a little bit. Yeah. And I was and like, if, "Yeah, that but shit if you wasn't saw, real." If you <laughs> went outside on your front porch and saw a man chop another man's head off <laughs> with an axe and see his body fall to the ground, it messed you up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> completely different. And there is like footage like that and like fake snuff films that also yeah. came out in the 80s and stuff it's disturbing. Um, yeah. and it is very different to watch like a bloody like ridiculous That's beheading real. versus like oh yeah your head just falls off when they cut your head off and you bleed a little bit like it doesn't spray everywhere yeah you, it's and then it just lands in the head and goes 
The head and then it's, the scene's <laughs> over. It is a living thing becoming <laughs> not, like a dead thing, and suddenly that's an object, and th- that's like a very different thing to watch. I've only mm. seen one dead body in my life outside of um, like a cemetery morgue kind of stuff, just like a uh. dead body on the ground. It haunted me for a long time. Mm. It, it's been years and years since I've really like it's felt like it weighed on me. But it really was like, and it wasn't even in my childhood. It was in adulthood. So I'm like, oh, right. if you're around a lot of death, and a lot of death, I could see it. Like it'd be hard, the PTSD, whatever. I just mm. saw it once and was like, it messed with me. But no, I've seen movies where like this one broke the world record for the most oh, yeah, deaths in, two, in a one hour and two hour movie. And I'm like, 80s it did movie. Yeah, it didn't mess me up. That one body I saw on the ground. Messed Charlie up. Sheen's Hot Shots do. Yeah. There's that, a, there's literally a seat part dude. There's so literally a scene the at the reference. end of it where he like he just straight there is a body count. Like that's he, like, the reference it, I was. Was it? About. Yes. Ah. That's why. Yeah. Why and he genuinely amazing. it's like yeah. goes through like Rambo and First Kill and he's yeah. just standing in a pile of bullets. Right. <laughs> so Karate Kid was trying. It wasn't perfect, but it it, it made some progress for us. Back to uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Is that Eddie? Murphy, that's Eddie Murphy. Axel Foley. I didn't really. I mean, I've seen it. It doesn't make near the top of the list, I don't think. But man, I watched that thing a hundred times. It was it it was his breakout movie when it was Saturday Night Live, and then he was going to be in a movie, and it was like a really big deal that he got this because he was he was like twenty one years old, man. That's crazy. Twenty one years old, and just like you want to be the guy. Okay, Rocky three. Mr. Love T. Rocky three, four was the best. Four is the one. Four is the iconic four is the one, one to a lot of people. Always one and two is. were in the seventies. Three was that was when he fought Mr. T, right? Yeah. So yeah. Mr. Yeah. That was very <laughs> iconic, man. Oh. <laughs> Mr. T stood the test of time. Yes, he did. <laughs> Top Gun. I got a really funny story about Top Gun. I Top was hoping Gun. you were going to bring this up, right? We watched so, the the new one together yeah, in the we theaters. Did, yes. All right. So funny story. We I did. Like, probably told you about this. We do. Um, <laughs> like millennials. <laughs> I was like, Tom Cruise, all right. <laughs> That's normally what I'm like. So I didn't get many, I didn't get many spankings. And yet he's the iconic 80s actor. Right. So I, d- I did not get many spankings as a child. Uh, I, was, I was a good kid. but Can't wait to hear this. I, d- I do remember one that I got, and it was relating to Top Gun. So... Um, <laughs> I was watching Top Gun, me and my brother, and uh, there's that scene where, um, you know, Tom Cruise, like, flies over the Russian MiG. He was in a plane. He's in a plane, you know, he's flying like this, and, like, he takes a picture, and he waves at him and flips him the bird, and he's like, hey, you know. And I didn't know what that meant at all. Like, I'm, you you know, eight years old or whatever at the time, and I just thought it was really funny. My dad comes home while we're watching the movie, and I'm and I run to the door to greet my dad as he's walking in the door, and I'm like, "Hey, dad!" <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And I'm like, and he just like he's like, "What?" Where now, my dad is not that? my dad is not a was never a violent person, like very gentle mm-hmm. spirited, uh, loving baseball coach kind of dad. Well, yeah. he like grabs me and he's like, "What?" Yeah. Where did you learn? Where did you learn? So he, do you think he was doing it because he was trying to teach you that it's wrong to do this, or do you think that he thought you were experiencing the feelings associated with when you do this to someone? Because there's a difference between putting this up versus like meaning what it means. Yeah. Honestly, (laughs) at the time, 
sweet and looking back it at it now funny. i couldn't say yeah, like i walk by past you sometimes and i'm just like by the way you know, in in my house and i don't mean anything bad it's, yeah. it's mm-hmm. funny but some yeah. people if i've experienced enough anger Actually, I don't think I would do that. But. You only flip someone <laughs> off when you're driving. 100%. 100%. The only but you don't you mean, mean good. It is when you're like... Yeah. yeah. He, do you think he thought you were doing that to him? Like I think I think he did. <laughs> I think... Right? You know, because it's funny. Now that, now that I'm telling this story, I can think of uh, two other instances in my childhood where I got in trouble for flipping the bird. I charged by the hour. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, one was when I was in a swimming pool, and he caught me fucking <laughs> my brother off. Multiple times. And then the happened. other, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yes, yeah, so. There's so many people out there who are like, you had it good, my friend. And then other people are like, oh, my gosh, how could that father do that? I, like, <laughs> no, no. I, like, I totally <laughs> had it good. I had it great. Yeah. Like, they were, it's all relative. Were awesome. it's that so story is the only time that a young white male has gotten in trouble for anything related <laughs> to watching Top Gun. <laughs> It was well, not at that time well, period. And then, as well. and then it became like this whole like evidently <laughs> like it turned in this whole thing now. with, yeah, with yeah, like, well said. So so after after that like I like we were I never got to see as Days of man? Thunder. Yeah. By the way, never got to see Days of Thunder. Factoid that, that I have to bring up. I was gonna bring it up later, but oh, he's five of, seven and she was five ten, and he had yeah. to wear lifts for an entire kind. That's just his career in general. That sums up. Tom Cruise. Tom he's Cruise. both. Is he's he is in fact not the man that you see in the movies. No. <laughs> Neither is Rambo. He does his own stunts though, which I respect that. Right. I but, props. but but the man that he is, he's yeah. Tom Cruise. He's a little dude. <laughs> yeah. He's so still, he still wins. He's still Tom he wins no matter how you slice it, and yet you're not really into his movies, right? Oh yeah. I mean I I just don't think they're that good. Boom. Can, can I, can I, can How is I, that possible? I, do, I have <laughs> to say this. One, one more thing, just as an aside. <laughs> Since we're talking about Top Gun, because yeah. I knew this other film would not have made the list. Yeah. Iron Eagle. My, it's on mine. Is it? Yeah. Oh! It was what he brought yes! up to me. Yes! And I was Iron like, Eagle. I have no idea what that, that is. That film. Oh, right. Because I brought it. No, you not son. Dude, this film... What an 80s cover. This film was like, I, yeah. A, I watched, I had this film mentor. like memorized Progress, line baby. by mm-hmm. line. And Iron Eagle 2. That's when they started working with the Russians. Do you remember? All I can yeah. see is that there's a, a song called King Cobra. Oh, man. It's spelled with a K, and that, that feels I'm not going to go through 80s. the whole storyline because I swear you really need to watch it. You have to watch really Iron good. Eagle. It is. Uh, Jupiter. <laughs> Movie he night. Was, he was Iron younger. Eagle. He learned from this. He learned person of color taught him, and then he went into like the jazz club, and he was truly learning from this. This man. makes me so happy that I also got Rocky, which is technically seventies. The Natural is one of my favorites. Dude, I have the layer of being the baseball player, so I had a few baseball movies that I fell in love with. Beverly Hills Cop. Forgot. I have The Graduate too, but that's actually seventies. Yeah. Uh, Bull Durham, b- baseball movie. I've seen Wait, Bull Durham. I lived in Durham for five years. So right. Bull Durham, yeah. Field of Dreams. Yeah. 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 Total coincidence that these are the baseball ones. The Natural. That was one of my favorites. People still liked baseball in the eighties. Yeah, and even though people, and, and, and even though, and even though 
everything is like it's so true though it's so true it's like well, it dies in the 90s because yeah because mark mcguire came out and bashed all those home runs and after you watch the steroid era you can't go back to watching baseball i know but here's the irony of it all. guess what yeah. they're still the highest paid athletes in the country uh, that's baseball. true yes really? yeah yes. are they like in a union is that why <laughs> no no listen it's it's simple math the nfl has 17 your team plays 17 games yeah 17 games yeah baseball plays 162 yeah so even if they're not like record breaking a lot more tickets out, son let's say they do pretty good every time <laughs> they make more money by a lot mm. boom so it's hard to it's when people go well no one watches baseball i'm like somebody's watching mm-hmm. somebody's watching i like it's, baseball <laughs> in person it doesn't have the like cultural hold on America that it once had. No, not there any, it is. Not anymore. Yeah, it's got which is sad. The money's right? still there. They're still going to the ball game. It doesn't have that. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Like movies like has the Sandlot replaced it? Uh, are coming yeah. out I mean, today. For a long time, yeah. football I think yeah. is like the obvious replacement. It became it's like in my life, it was the most popular sport in America. Mm-hmm. I like wasn't even into it, and that still be, was apparent to me. Do you think that? Do you think that that's changing? You do you think it's still football, football or do you think it's fading? Football is less popular than it used to be, um, and that's football? they didn't have a bit long run then, did they? Not Baseball really. had a hundred year run. Football had a twenty year run. It's and it's like an observable decline with viewership and like ticket sales and stuff. Um, I don't know where it's going to go or if they're going to do anything about that. I but. think it's going to die faster than baseball because of the head trauma, concussion stuff, mm. and they're like, look, this. They're hitting each other violently too hard, and a lot of them are dying young. And maybe we should just call it and not do this sport anymore. Were there we 80s? replace them with robots? Get them to hit harder. Yeah. <laughs> Bigger fields. No, no, not robots. Clones. <laughs> no, 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 no. You can't people. do that because that's the that that turns AI? into the valley. AI films about that. What about AI? I guess that's some AI might be people, but that turns into the well, the robots what was it? The what valley? Now. Uncanny Valley? The Uncanny Valley? Yeah. Because if you do it with robots like that, it's going to end up like those creepy Boston dynamic fucking things. Oh, man. That no one likes to look at. Like, nobody looks at just that. Just make no. it cute, though. Like, just make it less like a person and more like a cute little football robot. You know? Design make it, it like go. <laughs> when it hits, it goes. <laughs> no, that's. I like, no, I like the Mario idea. I like the Mario idea. Yeah. Those guys. The, yeah. Boing, boing. Make them. Definitely the sound effects. Where are we going? Where you got big Tom is, Hanks? Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah Which okay, 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 didn't okay. make it to you deeply. No. It did to I me. Didn't, I didn't really, didn't really pay attention to it till I was older. Did so. to me because it was. No. I think it was like um, he gets big and then he falls in love with this lady, but then spoiler alert, you know, goes back to yeah. kid, has to live as a kid. But it, it fan, the fantasy of being a like twelve or thirteen year old boy. And you get to spend some time as a man and fall in love with an actual grown wom- woman, but you're th- you're still 13 in your own mind. That's awesome sounding when you're 13. I feel like that's that a movie, movie they wouldn't be able to make now. Oh, I was yeah. going to say, yeah. <laughs> that that just sounds like something. Even they... Benjamin Button people are like, it's weird. Oh, by the way, they didn't look <laughs> like a child with this grown woman. Like, I don't think that they crossed over to the, I don't think they like had a sex scene. For that reason. Not. Even without it, I feel like. Yeah. Would, but even in that, like, I mean, come on, bee movie catches tons of weird criticism oh, yeah. for, like, woman falling in love with a bee. Yeah. <laughs> it had this magical fun. thing that you, you put the coin in and then that card Zoltar. came. The Zoltar. Yeah. Oh, oh, Zoltar's are. Yeah. That's yeah. where that movie's from is big. And it felt very, you were like, 
I could believe something like this could happen. Oh, yeah. like, You'll know I've help. made it and I'm doing good when I have one of those somewhere. There was a Zoltar in New Market for many years. <laughs> what? Here. Yeah, right next to Big Lots. Yeah. Back I when don't Boone remember was cool. that. Mm-hmm. ZZ's Pizza. I remember that. <laughs> I remember ZZ's Pizza. <laughs> mm. I missed that. God, I'm glad. <laughs> uh, he misses you too. <laughs> He's in a That's warehouse the title. Somewhere. That's the title of the podcast episode. Was it? I, I, missed, I missed that, that Zoltar. Zoltar. <laughs> I think Zoltar. we just found it. Maybe <laughs> another one could could come up accidentally, but that's in the run of it. Coming to America, Eddie yeah. Murphy. Never, yeah. really, never watched that one. I'm afraid. <clears throat> awesome. Arsenio Hall was with it, and they all they both played characters. It's one of mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy's earliest ah. movies where he mm-hmm. starts. He's playing a lot of different characters. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's his first one, but it's it's close to it. Mm-hmm. Do the right thing. Spike Lee yes. joint. Yes, yes, yes. Oh man, it's no. Got, it's it's. it's you it's, should see that. You very be. much should see that. Yeah. All right. It was also this is part of the pre woke thing that happened in the eighties was African American made movies were starting to become more popular among yeah. white people, mm. right? In the seventies, it was less so. I think. Right. I w- I don't remember. <laughs> I was too young, <laughs> and I missed most of it. But I'm pretty sure white masses didn't go to see black movies. And something changed. Spike Lee was part of that change, right. I think. Mm-hmm. When you had the rise of Spike Jones or Spike Lee? Spike Lee. Okay. So then I'm a white kid learning from a black man telling a story from the black man's perspective, perspective. and going, oh, I mm. see it. And it was when I was forming into a person with deeper thought. So mm-hmm. thank God, seriously, I'm I'm there. I don't mean this against someone five years older than me, but I feel like if I was born five years earlier, something would have set in mm. that had more of a deeper racist thought to it. It's the Louis C.K. bit, if you can quote Louis C.K. on anything now, which he said that he was like, I grew up in the 70s. I have mild racism. Yeah. He was like, it was just a thing. And like, I think that, thankfully, I remember a few, like, my parents He's like, a, I know why it's wrong. He was like, but it's still there. Like, it was like, yeah, he almost talked about, like, I almost just don't have a fucking choice. Yeah. He, like, he was like, yeah. it just creeps in, says bad things. He was yeah. like, I hate it. I don't want it to. But it's there. It's there. It, it's, it's there for me, too, sometimes when I think of the amount of the news every night. All that was on the news was pictures of black men that had done crimes. It was um, it was like the only thing they ever said that happened bad. Mm-hmm. And so I w- I didn't hear people saying racist comments necessarily. Although there were mm-hmm. a few cocktail parties my friends had that I overheard some of the adults saying really bad racist things. But it wasn't like in my life permeating my life. I feel like there was a lot of like <clears throat> in the eighties like, films. There was a lot of like yeah. There was a big change in that. Yeah, there was a lot of uplifting and like, and then right when maybe I would have started to become a person who thought, "How am I going to operate outside of this house?" Mm-hmm. I see, do the right thing, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Oh, black people have stuff to say." That's a good one too. That really is a good movie. <laughs> They're not like the guy on TV that did some crime on the news. Mm-hmm. This guy like is an amazing director and writer and producer, and these people go through these hardships, and I didn't know that. And it was really, really formative in my life. Led to one of my, you know, like liking hip hop culture, basically. Mm. Might even be attributed to that movie. <clears throat> Lean on me was another one. Same thing. Mm. Lean on me. I don't know Lean on me. 
Morgan Freeman, a principal of like a. I do know he doesn't. Morgan Freeman like talk a kid from jumping off a balcony or some shit. And he goes, "Don't you smoke crack?" And, and, and Morgan Freeman, <laughs> and Morgan Freeman's young. You smoke crack, don't Ish. you? He goes, like, "You smoke crack, don't you?" Don't you smoke crack? And he wow. goes, "Yes, sir." I've never <laughs> seen that. Uh, I've seen it once, and I don't really remember. By the way, I was trying my best to impersonate the actor Morgan Freeman just now. <laughs> I tried. It's hard to do. <laughs> he, was, he was still like 45. He was lean. He was, it was Leon Morgan Freeman. He still had lean. He still had gray hair. Yeah, he, he grayed a little early. <laughs> the Last like Dragon. Miss Daisy yeah. era? Okay. Uh, Last Dragon is uh, one of the biggies for me, but uh, mm. it never really hit the top. But I think another, if you want to experience like that black... Mm. African American culture embracing Asian culture, mm-hmm. martial arts. Mm-hmm. So the Last Dragon picture. What if what if it was a Bruce Lee movie? But instead of Bruce Lee, picture a white. I mean a black American man mm-hmm. in stereotypical late seventies, early eighties African American culture. Mm. All right. Yeah. And it's awesome. Yeah, it's it's there's this genre mm. called they call it black exploitation because because oh, of that's the commodification right. of African American culture. Yeah. Um yeah. I took a course on black pulp fiction in college, so I'm basically an expert. Right. Um Yeah. I listened to someone else talk about this one time. Yeah. But you do remember everything anyway, so it's locked in, man. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. I know everything. Yeah. Is a if good I, movie. I know an eighties movie that I bet nobody <laughs> That just fits in. That's what you're talking about. Uh, there's a black exploitation, 80s. I think the first one was in the 70s, but followed in the 80s horror film called Blackula. Oh, yeah. And it's called uh, Dracula. Yeah. It's just Blackula. as simple as that. Like, Boom. Nailed it. Do you imagine? Somebody, to the point. somebody just thought that was witty, and they pitched it as a movie. Because but, they were like, look, we're taking some stuff back. Like, we, we get to take stuff, too. You took stuff, we're going to take stuff. You call it this movie, we made one that's just black in it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and people were like, okay, that's fair. We can't, <laughs> we can't really yeah, argue. No. <laughs> you can have that one. You can have Black Yilla. Uh Last Dragon. Who's your master? And, and then he says, I am. And it was like epic. Epic scene at the end. That was a major spoiler alert. For Last Dragon, over the top with Sylvester Stallone, oh, yeah, arm wrestling. I know that one. The cap to the back, yeah. And he would do this thing, you know, like make him think he's gonna win, and do his yeah. like thumb over him to push it back. I went to that movie in the theater when it came out. I was playing basketball with a friend of mine, and his dad was our like rec league basketball coach. And he's like, Jason, if you make that shot right now from there, I'll take you guys to go see Over the Top. It just came out in the theater, and I just went. Drained it and that's went. The most, that's the most 80s thing <laughs> that's that amazing. will be spoken about yeah. in this whole podcast. <laughs> and like, he you, initiated you, you it. You basically want a game-winning <laughs> shot to go see a Sylvester Stallone movie oh in God. theaters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I never realized it. And and I'll go further with this story. To go, I'm going to go more. It's not going to go be get pizza after? We didn't go get pizza after, oh. but he had a sister, and she had freckles. And she was real cute. <laughs> you remember the kind of girls that were like auburn hair with freckles? <laughs> short hair mm-hmm. before short hair was it? Well, maybe that was Molly Ringwald era. So it was like maybe short hair <laughs> on purpose because it was cool, trendy. Man, I had a crush on her. After we watched the movie, 
we went and then we watched the movie like on VHS back there and the lights were down and I kissed her, dude. <laughs> that is, I straight up continue the 80s moment it's a, for it's you. It's a magical like, moment. That was awesome. He was like, you make that shot we see over the top. Trained it. <laughs> kissed the girl. It, went back. Kissed credits the Credits roll. <laughs> and it's the old movie. There was the only reason it's not a good enough movie is there's not ABBA no plays in the background. In the I just won everything. <laughs> All I do is win. I was just like win, win. There was no, it was no competition, so it's not a good enough story. If you win too much, people don't like you. Tom Cruise. True. Major League. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That is profoundly rude. <laughs> I love that. Okay, Major League. Charlie Sheen, right? Yeah, yeah dude, Charlie Sheen. Wait, Char- that's Charlie Sheen with dashes in the side of his he hair. Got it, dude. And an earring. He, Possibly a feather earring at one point in the movie. At one point in the movie. I think so. Nine, number 99, I want to say. I don't See, know. That was like young, energetic Charlie Sheen, and that's not what, exactly what I grew up his with. His legacy has changed. Like, I grew up with like <laughs> Hot Shots, and even by then... He was at that tipping point already. Think he started doing more coke. Like, that was that was like men at work. Yeah. Charlie Sheen is one of two and a half men for me, exclusively. <laughs> yeah, I could yeah. see that. Where he felt like he was on top of the world, but we were like, not really though. But, yeah, but we like the show. Appreciate it. It's like, ah, oh, here's a guy who gets to play himself on television. Right. Have we seen <laughs> the, the Wraith? Gig in the world. Have we seen the Wraith? The Wraith? No. The Wraith? Oh, that was like... Boom. I think it was... I think it was in the 80s, and I almost want to Google it, because I think I might be wrong. No, it had to have been, but it was Charlie Sheen, and Dodge made some really cool prototype car for it that now sits in a museum. Dang. And it was called The Wraith, and I think about this, and it's weird, because you watch how these things like slowly start to tie into culture Mm -hmm. as they grow in age is I hear, like, that's a phrase you hear in hip-hop a lot now. Like, you hop up in the Wraith. Because that was the car that he was, like, driving. Wow. So, like, as a, it was, like, a it powerful. made an impression. Yeah. It's just, like, it, 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 became, it became a pop culture reference in a way. Yeah, and that's when you know you made it. You know what I'm saying? If you become an 80s movie pop culture <laughs> reference, you have made it. There's so many. Wildcats with Goldie Hawn. She's a football coach. Uh, maybe not enough to say anything. That's a classic, right? John, John Cusack holding up the, the oh, boombox yeah, the... picture. Gosh, Remember? Yeah. That's iconic, oh, right? That's yeah. say anything. It's a very good movie, man. It's a love story. That's kind of a scene that I think has outlived the fame of that the movie. movie yeah. Because it's yeah. been recreated over and over again. Yeah. Zoltar is the movie? same thing. Zoltar outlived big. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Zoltar stayed around. Like there was one That's new the new podcast. For... That's the name of the podcast. Zoltar. Zoltar outlived big. It's it's in the running at least. Man, Princess Bride. Perfect Princess movie. Bride. Nothing wrong I mean, with it. You know I didn't movie. see that. Showed until I was like twenty six. Yeah. We showed our kids the movie. They fell in love with it. Yeah. Boom. I saw that really late. Yeah, I didn't I see that until I was like twenty six. Last night until, they made a reference yeah. to ROUSs. It's just yeah. like it's, it's classic in yeah. the world, yeah. permanent. Yeah, I don't uh, think they exist. Yeah, <laughs> we we didn't say anything to the girls. We said, I don't want to premise anything. I'm not going to tell you anything about what we're going to watch. We're going to watch a movie. It's called The Princess Bride. That's the only piece of information you get. We're not going to pause and talk about it. You're not going to ask a million questions. About we're not going to pause. We're just going to watch a movie. 
and we press play, they watched the whole Glued. thing and they loved it. Yeah. What the heck? My boys love it. It's a good, good one. There's flawless. Is, it's flawless. Yeah, I think it's I think it's <clears throat> meaningful that like our boys when we first said we were gonna watch this film. Yeah. Like Princess Bride, like but that's the main character They're, of the movie. I know, but they the they boy just, does they, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's why like, it's so oh, good. Oh god, like, uh, totally <laughs> not into right. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, same thing though. Loved it. Yeah, nailed it, man. Ghostbusters one and two. Mm-hmm. Should we talk about the difference between one and two? They're getting ready to make another one. <sighs> yeah, December twenty twenty three. Really? Okay. Don't know if it's male or female. Didn't uh-huh. state it in the like. Yeah. Pitch trailer they already poster. played the female card. Yep. This next one, if they went, and it's females, it'd be like, whatever. Or they could be like, it's a, the sequel of the first female one, and we'll be like, we didn't like the first See, female and that's one. that's what I thought. Or just make I apologize to admit. Film and I, I, I didn't it. see that. I haven't seen it yet. The new one. The I was like, one, I guess, was the... <clears throat> yeah, I guess technically. Was technically the fourth one. Because they did three. But I was like, I want to, I like... Is Dan Aykroyd in it at all? Yeah. <laughs> did they have... Yeah, he has <laughs> How a, did I know? He has they somehow could drag Dan Aykroyd What are those things called? Cameo. Cameo, yeah. Uh, Stand by Me, I did already. Sorry, Gremlins. Sorry Weird, yeah. Weird Gremlins. Science. Weird Science. Wait, no, let's talk yeah. about Gremlins. I th- it's on there, but I'll Gremlins just... is fucking great. I love Gremlins. I named my car after a Gremlin. I call my. 19- there is not a my title 1980- car named Gremlin. There is, but it came out in the seventies. <laughs> yeah. So no. that's where they got the name from. That, but that was another just Spielberg movie that I don't know. They spent tons of money on, and they had huge sets. And it's kind of just, I, I feel like it's once again just kind of outlived uh, its time period. Mog, like everybody the, sees the Mogwai, that. As a kid. Um, oh, right. uh, yeah. The main fluffy. Before dude. you're a grandma. Gizmo. Yeah. He, Gizmo, thanks. He's a, he's a, he is a Mogwai. That's mm-hmm. the kind of creature he is. But mm-hmm. Gizmo is what mm-hmm. I was thinking. Gizmo was originally in the rough draft of the screenplay, was supposed to be a, like the bad guy. What? Yeah. Mm. And then it just they were like, "No, nah, we're going cute and fluff. We got to have somebody that we like feel have some fuzzy feelings about. That's Let's great. not do fuzzy feelings as the one who kills you. That might mess kids up." For you know years they for years they've been talking <laughs> about doing a third one. Brother. Yeah, that's but, basically what no, they no, did. No, no, it's no. Well, yeah. I guess you're right. It kind of wasn't. Ah. Don't get lit water on him because the little fuzzy cute thing's got to go to sleep. Take care of it. Don't don't make him the bad guy. Make him the good guy. He if you spill water, guy. oh no. Now he's made an it's evil brother. It's your fault that he's evil. It is, <laughs> it yeah, is your it's, fault. It is. Mm-hmm. He's just born like this. You can't get water on him. There were very simple instructions. <laughs> I remember when they put one of them in the microwave. You remember that scene? <laughs> I do. That's yeah. that. When I think Gremlins, I, I watched just it like, and I replay that's that the one scene. That... And that, that's the Gremlins. Well, every imprint. time I watch it, like, and I did just rewatch it at Christmas because, like. I like this movie so much. I have it's kind of a Christmas film. It is. It happens yeah. at Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I like it so much that I have like a three foot tall, like evil gremlin, like the bad <laughs> ones, like Spike. And he of lives. Course. He's my Christmas tree topper. Because in the movie, like he jumps out right. and attacks the mom from the Christmas tree. But every time I watch it, I'm just like, man, some of this was like fairly violent. Because not oh, yeah. only does she microwave one, but she straight hand to hand combat stabs one to death yes, on the countertop. Right. It's disturbing. And the camera's actually. just shooting up from the counter. It's just her face with a knife. <laughs> She's just going to <laughs> yeah, town on it's this disturbing. Girl. And I'm like, this was for kids. Yeah, like, PG. This whole thing was, yeah, PG. Yeah, like, like, 
Remember when that grandma gets launched out a window on the stair door <laughs> maybe it was machine? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it just launches it. Love that. I don't think it messed That's me up, That's a really though, good scene. But it does say a lot about you, I will say. Knowing your thriller background. I, yeah, I have a gremlin. That you chose the green gremlin for the top of the tree and not, not Gizmo. Gizmo. No, Gizmo's <laughs> in my car. Gizmo's my happy place. So you're both. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. we're about to... You're very... Light and dark yin yang individual. I'm, I'm I now. didn't even know it until yeah. just now. I, when I, I sometimes have have, I have to have I have both gremlins. What's the gremlins? Me. What's the gremlins? The green dude's name? Spike or Stripe? Stripe. Stripe. That sounds right. Because he's got a. I remember that guy. He was the one of the distinct ones. The second one was terrible. Part of CJ is Gizmo, and a part of CJ is Stripe. I would totally agree with that. Yeah. So which, I'm cute and cuddly, but I also smoked cigarettes for 15 years. Which gremlin are you going to yeah. feed, Yeah, because you're a man of the 80s. Yeah. Right now, I'm eating Cheetos, so I'm probably not feeding Gizmo. Yeah, you you, ex- you, you weren't there in the 80s, mm-hmm. but you were watching 80s movies whilst smoking cigarettes. <laughs> That's pretty That's 80s. very 80s. That's very 80s. Yeah, you watch... You watch an 80s horror and it was movie, in Tennessee, smoking, so we smoke and you, inside, so and you smoke like three-fourths of a pack during the one movie. <laughs> it's very 80s. Did you guys get to go to movies that people smoked in? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There were ashtrays. I remember watching and, like Batman wow. Begins. In or, airplanes. Yeah, that was the that's one. The one. That's the one I love seeing in old films. Yeah. And I'm like, that's fucking nuts. You, Do you imagine <laughs> if somebody did that today? It's like lit up a Marlboro Red and a fucking American... Like, like... <laughs> A spirit flight? That's where it would be. It would be a spirit, be a spirit airlines, yeah. They probably did they have like non smoking seats on They had non oh, yeah, yeah. sections. sections. But it's where? Like, you mean no, it's like where? right there. It'd be like five rows ahead of you. <laughs> you're not allowed to smoke, so it's not a smoking section. But basically in our mind it was because you won't have someone like next to you and blowing air smoke on you. But then they were like, oh, it sort of lingers in here actually. <laughs> yeah, it turns out it lingers in an airplane. Who'd have thought? <laughs> I still think it's hilarious that they still have, they still have no smoking signs on, on yeah, yeah, on planes. Like to remind as you. if, like you I mean, know, I've seen it. You get it. Dead now. <laughs> Most of them are dead. Yeah, but maybe vape. <laughs> they still have ashtrays in the bathrooms. They yeah. do. Yeah, because they know people. <laughs> yeah, they're like, they're like the in the board meetings. They're like, look, we know it's illegal. All that. People do. Okay. Somebody's gonna fuck it. Yeah. They're like they do. So let's put an asterisk. I've seen a dude vape on a plane before. So footloose. Anyway, anyway. footloose. Foot Save a town by dancing. Footloose. Oh, um, I've pitched this to some of y'all before, but in Boone, it was illegal to skateboard in town. Mm-hmm. You could only skateboard at the skate park, and then they got rid of the skate park for many years. Yep. Uh, and mm-hmm. so I have dreamed about creating skateboarding footloose. Uh, about Boone, North Carolina. It would be a musical uh, rather than just a film. Um, yeah. I want to teach old people to kickflip. <laughs> <laughs> that's, ma- that's, that's the main plan. I like what it. this is all about. Wow. <laughs> when I, like I did theater in high school, we got our principal to do a kickflip on stage because he, he knew how to do that. That's impressive. Yeah. Cool principal. Yeah. He was he, like our third principal. He played a Tegucci <laughs> guitar? No, but he had... Tatted up arms that he wouldn't show anyone ever. <laughs> oh, he was actually cool. Yeah, but it, like it was did, it was a secret. 
Like, so he didn't learn to do the kickflip to pretend to be cool for the kids. No. He was cool. He knew how to do the kickflip, which is why we were like, hey, we know you can do a kickflip. Come do one on stage in front of all these kids. <laughs> Did he light a cigarette after? That's <laughs> the coolest principle I've ever I even guess. heard of. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, you're um, like, I did as I crept under the bleachers. <laughs> what about weird science? Val Kilmer. I've seen they, it. They like make a woman. I haven't seen it. But. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely classic. I've seen it. Bra on the head scene. D- and, and it had this magic that the 80s had of like, just for some reason, based on the magic that was happening in the movie, everything that ever happened that broke in the house and things went through and every room was destroyed and grandma's clock was broken. Because of magic, it reverses and it didn't happen and everything's fine. And it's just like, great. Great Oingo Boingo <laughs> song. Like one of the top five Oingo Boingo songs. I think Weird Science. Yeah. I don't know if that was in that movie or not. I just love it that is, song. It okay, is. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, dirty Dancing. I mean, I saw it in high school, so not in the 80s. I also saw it in high school. Would you say that it feels like on the list of one of the best, or not best, sorry, top 80s movies? Oh, sure. It, it, it deserves to be, yeah. I just... But I'm not sensing a whole bunch of enthusiasm right now. <laughs> no, I, I will say I will say uh, one of my first kisses was in high school. Oh, I get it. Playing... It's a girl a movie. Scene. No, no, no. That's well, what we're yeah, saying yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, it's yeah, a girl yeah. movie. But no, no. That's but old school I, language. I was I in. Know, I was but... in the drama club <laughs> in our high school, and we did a play. They, they, they were student written and directed plays, and the scene was I was on a date with a girl, and we were watching Dirty Dancing. Yep. Every girl's dream. I know, right? Yeah. And I hadn't seen the film yet, and so I didn't know. Like, and I've had the time of my life. But like I had it's to sing, good, I had to sing it. Hit that next note. I know, and I've never felt this way before. Beautiful. And I swear, I gotta sing it like the '90s. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden you became <laughs> '90s pre-grunge. Anyhow, the bush. Yeah, cover. But, but the bush cover. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So uh, you had it at first, though, and I you had just totally, switched. Yeah, I yeah. had to switch. Yeah, because I was anyway. Um, yeah. One of my Great first movie. kisses was playing a role in a in a theater play where we're watching the film Dirty Dancing and like I joke about singing the song, which is why I went into the nineties voice, because I like I go silly with it yeah. in the play. And then she kisses me and it was it was a good moment. That's a good one. Yeah. Freshman yeah. year high school, nineteen ninety six. You so. sunk the shot. You saw the movie, yeah. you kissed the girl. Yeah. Same great. story. It was great. You walked Different away movie. and opened a Mr. <laughs> and Pibb. then it was good. <laughs> Mr. Pibb, that's right. It's definitely a Mr. Uh, Pibb. Before it was movie, Pibb X. But I didn't see yeah, the film until Pibb years later. Even count, man. So, yeah. yeah. And there's so many. Uh, I'm going to skip a bunch of these because I want to, yeah. just for the sake of time, you yeah. know, I want to read some random facts. Uh, and Back to the Future, uh, the clock tower scene was added to save money. It wasn't part of the original way to get back to 1985. Uh, Marty was supposed to travel to 1985 by driving into a nuclear test site in Nevada and harnessing the power of nuclear explosion uh, during the bomb test. The idea was dropped after the producers realized that that scene alone would cost over $1 million to film. 
What do we think? No? Yeah. Like, why Someone, did they even think of that? I would, right now has been saying they're going to do a practical effect atomic explosion in, I think they're doing like an Oppenheimer biopic. They are. Uh, uh, Christopher Nolan. Yeah, film. Christopher oh, Nolan. Yeah. They were talking about doing practical effects for the the nuclear explosion. Obviously not an actual nuke. They're not going to do that. You can't yeah. make like a no. realistic looking nuclear explosion with practical effects. Yeah. No. Like with a reasonable budget. Right. Unless you're Arnold Schwarzenegger. Unless you're Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I only say that because in Terminator 3, when he <laughs> flipped... So, and I don't know, this is just, just random factoids. Not an 80s film. But the, the, the scene where they, like, flip a fire truck, the producers <clears> and stuff were like, we don't have the money for that. And he was like, I'll pay for it. Like, pay they, like, for it was like a $3 million stunt. And he was like, yeah, no, flip a fire truck. Like... Yeah, I got it. Yeah, it's like, be like, like it. I'm gonna be like, Terminator he's like, he's yeah. like, you guys think of the amount film. of money. Terrible about one. To make. Yeah, that's like oh, one of the man. worst out of the series. Yeah, and he spent a, a large sum of money. Well, because I, I remember, I know that prior, like, okay, sorry, Terminator Two was the most expensive film <laughs> that had ever had been ever made been at made time. at that point. I remember that. Yeah, because like of all the cars, like the, the specifically yeah. with the truck scene where he's like driving and they're like crashing through everything anyway, so <laughs> they really they did that destroy overpasses like that's it. they're like it's gonna cost a lot they're like we know we're gonna Whatever. make a lot of move money on this movie <laughs> James Cameron investing. was like don't worry this is only number two <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm still gonna make money and not be associated with the next four how does he keep doing this anyway uh 16 Candles. All right. John Hughes was inspired to write 16 Candles after he received a headshot of Molly Ringwald. Put the movie he just around. wrote it. Original title of The Breakfast Club was Detention. Are you kidding me? It's a much. Wow. It's too on the nose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. If you think about it, Breakfast Club is not a good name for that movie. If, but it, it was Detention, I wouldn't want to go see it. Just they didn't have I don't breakfast go to together. Right. It's like um, it, it's like a euphemism for detention. It's like well, isn't it a euphemism for it because of them? Hmm. I th- I thought that it was a euphemism beforehand. Oh, because they like have to show up together. Oh, I'm less impressed with I'm less impressed with the title. I could with, be wrong <laughs> knowing that. Right. Like, I was I thinking. Know. I thought it was a dick joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Steven Spielberg's original concept of ET. For E.T. was the story of a family that was terrorized in their home by five aliens. Much better. Signs. Signs. I've yeah. seen that. that it's was, an M. Night Shyamalan movie. That was good, yeah. <laughs> they got Simon me. Shyamalan like, found out that that was the original. And he was like, was like oh, a twist. <laughs> the candy that was <laughs> that E.T. eats was supposed to be M&M's, but Mars, the company Mars, turned the, down Spielberg's request to use it in the film. So then he approached Hershey's and became Reese's Pieces. And because of the movie, skyrocketed their sales and changed their whole brand forever. It was just like, they were kind of like, there was M&M's. And if they were out of M&M's and all they had left was Reese's Pieces, I guess guess you can get them, I guess. Because like Hershey came out with their version of M&M's, but you can't copy it exactly. So you have to make it a little bit different. Mm -hmm. So they're like, ours will be peanut butter instead of chocolate. And they were like... Okay, and then no one bought them, and then ET, and it's like, yay, Reese's Pieces. <sighs> marketing, Crazy. marketing, it's fucking marketing. Like that's not even their best candy. Yeah, no like, peanut butter cups. That's where Obviously. it's at. That is the definitely. But at the same time, I yeah. love these things. Oh yeah, they're great. They're and by the way, 
I don't even know if what I just said combos. is true. I, I, all I read is that part. I don't know. I don't know if they Combo's released that to compete with the M&Ms. Yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah they have. And these guys right here. Assumption. Those you know, are eternal. You know what Seems this like movie? You know make. what film this makes me think of? Mm-hmm. Right? It's not impossible. Anyone? No. I'll probably know after you say it. But Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Um. Nope. I don't remember that scene. I saw the movie, but not enough. And some of you grew up with that movie. Yeah, but I. I, yeah, I, I don't. the kids like they're they're like so they're starving. They're all like looking for food. Oh, and, and they're they, small and they share. They're small and they fought, They come across one of these guys, one of the yeah. oatmeal pies, and like Auntie helps them. Like I don't remember. No. I mean, I saw it, but I just oh, for man. some reason don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember anything about that movie. <laughs> Other than the title concept itself, honey, I blew up the baby because they make the baby jump. Um, Good, good, good title. They didn't explode. They just Um, made it big. Yeah, we're having oatmeal cream pies, junior men's combos, Reese's pieces, (laughs) bottle caps, Cheetos. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Only thing we're missing is watching. An '80s movie. Mm. I'm just. That's what I'm gonna. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna go home and do. So. I feel like we should consider doing that. I'm uh, playing back evil <laughs> in my head right now. All right, Always. this one, this one's gonna, <laughs> this one's gonna shake the room a bit. Before casting Ralph Macchio as Daniel Larusso, the role was turned down by Charlie Sheen. I'm not that surprised. I mean, I'm glad. <laughs> so if you're not surprised we should assume it's early Charlie Sheen uh, yeah and I say that because like there's there's always been a couple things where Charlie just shouldn't have been like the early 2000s Three Musketeers movie he didn't he just looks so out of place you were just like it's Charlie Sheen he's not a musketeer <laughs> like he does coke and bangs hookers like hey he's not nightly it just didn't work. So I'm glad no. he didn't get that. <laughs> they, well said. Once again, they were just going to try to put him in something because right. he was young. This is a really good one. This is a really good one. And I think that it reminds me a lot of what you, how you podcast. All right. Cool. Ben Stein. You know who that is? Oh, yeah. His it's classic. comes into my head when you say Ferris Bueller. C- classic economics lecture scene was completely improvised and done in one take. <laughs> Totally believe it. Of course it, it was. Yeah. Oh. Fantastic. Yeah. Voodoo. Anyone? Voodoo. Economics. <laughs> and he just, they just went, and action. And that's what he did. <laughs> and that, and they put it in the movie. That's they were great. like, that was good. That's great. <laughs> All right. Got it. One. <laughs> right. And he goes home. And they're like, uh, I guess we don't need you anymore. The today. thing about that was like it didn't go that way. Ben Stein was just like it was fucking perfect, and he walked out the door. Like, oh, that's actually not it. Yeah, they were like, "Mr. Stein, come back," and he was like, "Yeah, fuck yeah. you." Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was great. Can we just get a cup? No. So they had to use it. This one, this one is the one that rocked me the most. In the early drafts of Star Wars. The Empire Strikes Back, because that's actually the 80s one. The first yeah. one was 70s, Please right? Or out. first two were 70s. No, no, no first, first one was 70s. First one was 77. That's the year I was born. Yeah. Okay, right. Yoda was named Buffy. <laughs> Good old Buffy. That would have changed up that what? 90s TV series a lot. <laughs> well, here's here's one of the reasons why Buffy I think the that Vampires Master there. Buffy, <laughs> Master Buffy, and he, here's why I think my theory: Yoda eventually becomes an icon of wisdom. The first time you meet him, he was supposed to be 
ridiculously Goofy. stupid and funny, like a yeah. like a stupid creature that lives on the island that likes to joke around, so that you would underestimate him and not think that he's a Jedi Master. Ah. So if his name's Buffy, it's you're never going to take him seriously. No. So I kind of get it, mm-hmm. but dang, I'm glad they didn't decide to call him Buffy. There's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of questionable yeah. things in Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but I stick with. I'm just so, kind of a purist. I'm like. Regardless of why or what actor or what happened to them and what contract didn't happen, that's what happened in Star Wars. It's, it's <laughs> canon, and that's what it is. You can't argue with it. You can't say Jar Jar shouldn't have existed. He did. How do I know? He was in Star Wars. I'm yeah. fine with that because yeah. I yeah. grew that's, up with that's, those three. That's, yeah, that's how I. That's that's my approach to it as well. I saw like, him. That's how I know he exists. Yeah. <laughs> but like, which one of them shot first? This is oh 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 Han. It's like depends Easy. on the cut, right? The original, yeah, the original cut. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good. You guys know more about Star Wars than I do. Because <laughs> people yeah. say it made Han Solo look soft that he didn't shoot first uh-huh. in the the remake, and but yeah, because he was Han Solo. The reason he changed it was because. He didn't want Han Solo to look evil, and it's like, no, he was a—he's cold-blooded. He's a killer. Yeah, he's the anti-hero. Yeah, all I can—he takes care of things when they need to be taken care of. Don't worry, that guy was bad. It's okay. Exactly. That's that was the attitude. He's the outlaw that takes care of outlaws. Do you think he was like that? Do you think Harrison Ford is like that, and therefore that's how he created Han Solo? Yeah, because he—no one asked him to play it that way. You know what I'm saying? This is a deep dive into acting, if whether acting is a, reveals something about your nature or not. That's not what I really meant to bring up. But do you think Harrison Ford is is like that? Yeah, Billy Bob Thornton's a total piece of shit. <laughs> not Harrison Ford, but yes. <laughs> but when we're talking about characters who just embody things, oh, yeah. that's why my mom hates Bad Santa. Oh yeah, she's like, mm-hmm. I just think that's like, how. He so is. you think if if the real life person is a bad person. And then they come across bad in the movie. You're like, yeah, that, I, no kidding. You come across bad. You are bad. Is that kind of what you're saying? I don't think that's. Is that not what you're saying? I don't think it's true, but I want it to be. Uh huh. Like, so like, like the, the character who plays Malfoy, for example. Yeah. Like really wonderful dude in real life. Hate him. And if I saw him in the streets, I'd have a problem. Okay, with him. Yeah. here's here's my response. Like, I don't like you. Here's mm. my response. I, that's probably it. Probably means he's a good actor. Yeah. But here, another way of looking at it is, um, what if he's not a good actor? Mm-hmm. And they're just playing themselves. No. Oh. He's trying to play Malfoy as an actor, and he's coming across uh, evil because. We have, we believe the story of Harry Potter and whoever they tell us is evil. We're gonna think of any facial expression that they make is evil because we have so bought into them as the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Everything they do is bad. I'm wondering if that kid has been in the other any other movies. Probably, probably none that I've known. I bet he does music too. But but you know but but you do bring up a good like point. Like, so going back to. The 80s film Karate Kid, right? Like I'm sure you've seen like the interpretations, like people have done like like Daniel LaRusso is actually like the villain of the film, right? Yes. You know, it's and like really fantastic. It's to like watch. it's so good. You see like the other perspective of how uh is it Tommy? Uh the the blonde guy in Cobra Kai. Yeah, like yeah. he's like just trying to get his life together and like, yeah, he's had a rough up. Johnny. Johnny, sorry, Johnny, yeah. 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 And like 
so it's told from this perspective of like Daniel LaRusso is actually the villain, yeah, and like coming in and like, you know, just just being a dick, and yeah. then, but but the way that the story's told, it's told from essentially his perspective, so you empathize yeah. with him, Absolutely. right, the whole yeah. time. So yeah, I think it's quite possible that. But was is Ralph Macchio a good actor? <laughs> Ralph Macchio didn't have that many more films, did he? Oh, is he a good actor, or did they create such a good film that they created a character that yeah. we really loved and that we believed everything he did, and he was right. just trying to do his lines, and he's not right. really that good of an actor? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know, but when I, I watch the new I, one, I'm like, I still sort of think that. Maybe the way that we'll find out is if he finds out about this. He's yeah. Get in and then, touch. Yeah, we'll, we'll invite yeah, him on the show. Know. No. My number's on the screen. No, 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 Ralph. No, listen, yeah, Ralph. If your people, can, your people can call my people. But also, listen, I was you for Halloween one time, <laughs> and like I dressed up as you, and I had like the fake black eye, and my mom gave me the fake black eye with her makeup, and I was Karate Kid for Halloween, and you're awesome. But uh, I don't. I'm not so sure you could. You're you have much of a reach, <laughs> right? But then I don't. So that's. Like he's come back at me. Like, what have you done? The, and the I'd be like, I what? You watched the new Cobra Kai? Yeah, right? I, I mean, still, like, I still feel the same way. But I love. But I think, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm like, no, they no, brought no, him no. back as the same guy, and I still think the same but thing. I think that's, <laughs> but here's 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 my theory though: is they brought him back, and they kind of tell they tell it from a little bit more neutral perspective. Absolutely. And, and the other the bad guys aren't like, always the bad guys. Right, Sometimes right, the good right, guys are the bad guys. They I, are doing good with that's that. That's what I love about it. It's yeah, like, yeah. You're like, okay, yeah. It's more complicated kinda, than black and white. Yeah. I, yeah. I kind of don't like him. And then for Johnny a lot of becomes like the hero sort of for a sort moment of, and then like the yeah. enemy back and forth and then he actually did something good that time and right, he's right. not just a bad guy all the yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, Dan Aykroyd originally wrote Ghostbusters as a movie that would have starred John Belushi and had him as Ghostbusters. They were Ghostbusters in space, and it took p- place in the future. That's amazing. I didn't I, realize why didn't they make it? I wish. So, so he wrote it. He's Dan Aykroyd. He's, you know, he's got some leverage, right? It's a modified version of the Blues Brothers. <laughs> and but, but so I think that's a good lesson about like sometimes if you have an idea. And you think it's a good idea? Go with it, because it they will, weren't doing it, enough. Coke. It will change, but mm-hmm. start talking about it. Because he could have been like, "All right, here it is." I mean, John comes in. We're in the future. We're, like, we're hunting ghosts in space. And it's in space, <laughs> and it's in space. <laughs> and then if they just went, "No, that's stupid," it would have been over. But they would have been like, "Being a Ghostbuster sounds cool, but the rest of the stuff, I don't really like that. <laughs> the rest is bullshit." <laughs> You know how expensive it is to be in space? <laughs> it's the 80s, dog. Okay. In 1984, the following movie became the first movie ever to be rated PG-13. I know this. Yeah. I, I'm not going to... I'm not I don't think I know you guys this answer. Know. I've taken a film answer? class, but I don't oh. remember it at all. Oh, oh, I didn't. It's one of those, like, when you say it, I'm like, oh... It was oh, red... Nope, I don't know. No, Let's look Temple it up. Let's look it up. Temple of Doom. Let's look it up. Seriously, I, Red Dawn was what I thought. No, it was. I'm, I'm fairly certain. So you mean Indiana Jones Indiana and the Temple Jones, of Doom? Temple That's of Doom. the where it reaches in. Yeah. I didn't even have that on people, my list. Right? Is no, no, that was last no. The saved. dude reaches in and takes the guy's heart out, yeah. and, this, and he like dies. Yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. that might have outlived the movie. I'm not sure. That's what I'm gonna go and watch. It's Temple of Doom. I'm. I would bet money on this. I wouldn't. Because I just Googled stuff. 
Yeah. So I mean, Jason I, was like, "I got this off Wikipedia." Yeah, it wasn't Wikipedia. It was just whatever like, happened was, when or, I hit Google yeah, was, and some or, website or, was there uh, that told me that it was Red Dawn. Or maybe it was that film that sparked the need for PG thirteen. But I'm fairly certain it was Temple of Doom. Oh, that's an interesting. Yeah. yeah. Did it spark uh, it, or was it actually rated it? Yeah. Red Dawn first. This is the oh, first okay. movie to be released under the PG thing. Temple of Doom started Damn it. Though. Maybe, maybe there's something about Temple of Doom related to this, oh, and why that's why it made yeah. an impression. But yeah, I don't know what I'm. I don't even know if this stuff's true, guys. No, no. I should. Well, I should have asked. Is. You know, yeah, no, no, I mean, just mention that real quick. Google. Quick disclaimer: if I if this were like a a published document of uh, at the bottom, I would say sourcegoogle.com. I don't remember anything after the Google citation part. page. You didn't find Temple of Doom? Uh, just like the internet's being slow. Uh, so you guys weren't you. super... You're, you're saving me, saving face. <laughs> like, oh, the internet's being slow, Kevin. I can't verify your claim. <laughs> I, I think we'll have to end before we verify. We'll yeah. find out Okay, time. fair enough. All right, I will stand corrected. <laughs> and I on that bombshell, back to the studio. I will, I will... I stand corrected. That's what year was that, though? That would have been, what, 80... 84 is what it said. Okay. Before Eddie Murphy took over the role of... Um, Axel Foley in Beverly Hills Cop. Sylvester Stallone was originally supposed to play Axel Foley. <laughs> oh, wow. But Sylvester didn't like the humor of the script, so he rewrote it to be more action-packed. Of course he did. <laughs> he was this, like, less funny, more gunshots. Yeah, I'll just kill like, I'll everybody. I'll just beat up everybody. Why can't <laughs> the I? The studio and producers didn't like the version, so they moved on. All right, the song, You're, You're the Best, it was featured um, in Karate Kid. The, You're the best around. <laughs> Yeah, that was originally written for Rocky Three. <laughs> that works. Right. That's crazy. Works. Yeah, it's that would have been good. I, in my head, always associated that song with Rocky, be- just because of how it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the one that's you're the best. Yeah, he's the best. Yeah. Uh, you were right. That Spielberg was like, maybe you guys should make a new rating that's like PG thirteen because y'all are <laughs> complaining about Gremlins and uh, oh, right. Indiana Jones. Uh-huh. So maybe do that, and then two months after it was released, or within two months after it was released, they were like, "All right, cool, PG thirteen okay. is a thing now." So I wasn't was the first one totally. Cool. No, there was some truth. cause and effect. Cause and effect. All right, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Rocky, he's the best. Around. So I've heard. Mm-hmm. He's the best. If he had a podcast, it it wouldn't be. It's really good. It would be like it's the best. It's the best. Rocky podcast. Mm-hmm. It's the best. Okay, Tom Cruise <laughs> improvised all the dancing in the classic dancing in his underwear scene in Risky Business. <gasps> That's not that hard to believe. No. Yeah, <laughs> no. That was like what I do when I'm just like... Yeah. <laughs> when you're, when you're that five, scene seven, got reused so many times. So many times. For some reason, I, I really wish it wasn't the one that sticks out to me, but I remember like watching The Nanny with my mom in the 90s, and it got recreated in that. And I don't even remember what it was or anything, but I can still... Yeah, that's like the first recreation of that that's one. That's Because then it becomes that's oh, where it's from. They did. In order to, Saved by the according Bell, according to you. Well. Okay, I'm sure. You, oh, of yeah, course. Like Zach and I bet if you look, there's probably yeah. a yeah. big. Oh, there's got to be. Yeah. Uh, in term in the Terminator, Ar- Arnold Schwarzenegger wanted to change the iconic line "I'll be back" to "I will be back" because he was having trouble pronouncing "I'll." Yeah. yeah, but the films, but the film's writer director James Cameron refused to let him change the line. It's pretty cool. I just wish I was James Cameron so I could tell Arnold Schwarzenegger not to do something. That's a good call. There aren't that many people. No, there's not that many people who would do that. 
That's great. Like, no, no, how, you're saying Al. How did he say it? How did he say it? <laughs> say it again. Back. No, no. So I'm, I'm, I'm Arnold. You're James. He was like, and I go, James. <laughs> uh, I can I just add? I'll, I'll, I will. Just I that's it. Back. Just that one. How did James respond? Yeah, you no, be James. No, no. Oh, it had to have been. You're like James. The, he was the most aggressive, tiny little. No, be James. <sighs> Tell me, well, can I have it be? I will be back. Where to go with this? I don't know James Cameron's personality at yeah, all. No, he was like, if you want your, what kids, would you say? Then? If you want your kids to eat, <laughs> we're he using, had we're Arnold had enough money. Yeah, Arnold was good at that point. I will ship you back to Germany. <laughs> Austria, he wherever like, you're Austria. from. He was like, Austria, wherever you're yeah. from. He was like, look, I've already played Conan the Barbarian. I'm fine. Yeah, but, or but he was just like, <laughs> you'll say Hall. <laughs> and he was like, please don't kill me. Conan the Barbarian, yeah, that's true. I, I forgot was... about that. Because <laughs> okay. wasn't, wasn't that Terminator like one of the first films where he, or no, no, it was Running Man. Oh, I forgot about Running Man. Running Man, Man was Guys, the first Running film where, must watch. where he actually used his real voice because like in oh, Conan okay. like they overdubbed because of his yeah, accent of being his so accents. Yeah, yeah. Running Man captures something about the 80s that brought this like um, future neon color vibe yeah, yeah, dude yeah. The, a lot of 80s movies I was kind of rocking this and honoring oh, the, the 80s today love the watch yeah. yeah Shark Watch got one in the 80s somewhere along the way lost mm. it forgot I mean like I didn't keep my childhood watch and then this past year I was at Went to Virginia Beach, which I lived there for like two years as a kid. My dad had a best friend that had that just passed away mm-hmm. and went to go to his, his funeral. And it's the first time I'd been in Virginia Beach since like 1986 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so I went to the surf shop. My dad uh, sold surf clothes. Like he was a surf mm-hmm. and skate sales guy. And... He used to sell stuff to surf shops there. So I went in a surf shop and saw a shark watch that looked 80s. And I was like, I'm getting the shark watch again. Mm-hmm. And then it's apparently it's like trended in the younger generation. And I didn't know that. So it's sort of like <laughs> it came popular again. It looked, It's like, oh, shark watch. And it's like, no, this is like shark watch, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it's it says since 81 on it. That's amazing. Yeah, oh, man. Uh, big names considered. This is I waited to the end for this. Big big names considered for Ferris Bueller. Rob Lowe, <laughs> John Cusack, yeah, Cusack, yeah. Jim Carrey. That would have been a ball. Oh, that would have been great. How old was Jim Carrey? I don't know. I mean, that was he would have been older. You know, like they're around the same age. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I suppose yeah. you're right. Well, who was he in when he was? Yeah. He was a stand-up comedian. Yeah, and he was, and he was in in Living Color, in Living Color, which was, was like Saturday Night Live yeah. kind of. Uh, I don't Bill. remember anything in a movie he was in that early. Mm-hmm. Johnny Depp. <laughs> you ready for this next one? In honor of the what we've said tonight, Tom Cruise. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> can you, I can't imagine. He'd have worn, av- he'd worn aviators through the yeah. entire film. Robert Downey Jr. And Michael okay. J. Fox, they were all considered. I really, think Michael J. Fox. Robert Downey Jr.'s first film was Natural Born Killers. Really? To add in, of course, you to know add that. into that long exactly list. What you oh, know. and one more, just because it's that horror thing that I was trying to. Uh-huh. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's first film was Critters Three. 
Boom. I did know this. Not even yeah. the first one. Like, he was in Critters yeah. 3. Wow. Got his big break. That's where he got his big yeah. break. Did you guys ever watch Project X? Oh, uh, yeah. No. Matthew Broderick with the, Bra- they yeah, trained Broderick, the... Yeah, they trade the apes like it, to, to learn about like radiation poisoning and whatnot. So they're training these apes to fly like flight simulations to see how well they can do. And at first you think it's because they're training apes to do flights. Um, maybe they're going to somehow be a part of warfare like and fly. space program or, or something. Yeah, yeah, something. Or at least remotely control something. Who knows? And you find out they're... Spoiler, spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, they're giving them what kind of radiation? I can't really... I, I don't know. Whatever. Like, I, I don't know. Radiation. And then, like, deadly amount. And then they put them in the simulation to see how, how long they, they can, can fly yeah. before they can no longer control the plane. What is this movie like called? And that's Cold it. War and that's it. Era. Because oh, yeah. eventually Cold we're going to be, okay. yeah, like we're going to be in an explosion thing. And if we have I a was bunch of we pilots, are. we have to know they have forty-one minutes. We had like space now. chimp, and it was super <laughs> yeah. like cute. Someone who's like, I'm just really into this this chimp program. I'm yeah, just, and he I'm just remember, in it. yeah, and they're like, and no. he loves this. He loves them. Yeah, and he's like, he, he loves. He's them. got this buddy named Virgil, and. He, he learned sign language. Man, that's dark. Help. It doesn't <laughs> got to learn sign language. Dude, it's so... Like, it's not free willy. They're not, like, free. Like, this movie, I think like, it, that... Die of radiation yeah. out there. I, I, don't, I don't think they all... I think something positive happened. He set somebody free. Yeah, I, well, I remember, like, Goliath dies. Yeah, like the, you see them die. Yeah, like the apes... Yeah, like not, they were actors, so no, they weren't. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it was the eighties. They were really the eighties. <laughs> no apes were harmed in the making of this movie. Where are you? That's sure? true. I just trusted it. Says who? Yeah, <laughs> but that was like that. Like when you were talking about you ask apes films that like popped up. Like that was one that I watched on repeat as a kid. Well, let's go, yeah. Matthew. War games. War games is another yeah, one. Games. Yeah, I like war games. Matthew Broderick has done mm-hmm. some stuff, man. Yeah, he killed those people. In <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> forgot about that. Mm. Oh, okay, I got one more. <laughs> I got one more little factoid. Charlie Sheen, when he remember that character that he played in Ferris Bueller's Day Off? No. All right. So Ferris's sister ends up in at, at the uh, police department at the end of the movie and then in the waiting room or maybe it's the I think it's the police department yeah it's the police department and next to her in the waiting room was this like le- black leather jacket badass dude that got arrested and he's waiting and it's Charlie Sheen right mm, makes and sense. he's in the movie for a few minutes and they they end up like making out because they have such a strong connection because she likes the bad boys it's and Charlie everything Sheen. To produce the desired drugged-out effect for his role as the drug addict in the police station, Charlie Sheen reportedly stayed awake for more than 48 hours before he shot the scene. Wow. Charlie Sheen. They were just like, stepped it he up. practiced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's like, they and they were like... I'm getting tired. I'm going to do a bump. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> the funniest part like, about that is Charlie that, Sheen was Charlie Sheen. Right. The funniest part about that is whoever wrote that thinks that he was just doing that just for the character. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's so <laughs> right. Method actor. <laughs> Dedication yeah. right there. And they were like, you're going to play a drug addict. And he goes, got it. So just can you do that? He's like, yeah. And then he went home and he was like, 
I feel like the best way for me to play this is if I was really if on I was a lot in of character drugs. forever. If I was on a lot of drugs and I really pushed the limit, and I didn't, and I just kept going, and then I showed up, that would be the most authentic thing. Right. I mean, I was going to do it anyway, but uh, <laughs> now I'm like in character. <laughs> do you think all of his roles are like that now that I'm? <laughs> Do not, I think not that he's extreme. On some amount of drugs in all his roles, maybe. Yeah, or at least he didn't care. I think there were some scenes where he's like, "I'm not currently on anything, but I don't care. I'll just say the line and walk back into the room." Two and a half men. I'm curious why he and his dad never changed their names back to Estevez. Estevez, Estevez like yeah. Emilio, like, Young yeah. Guns. Yeah, like I think that's '80s. Yeah, Young Guns would Young Guns movies. 2 made more of Younger, an impression right, yeah. on me. Yeah. But, like, I could see how in the 80s and maybe <clears> early <throat> 90s, you know, they you know, started that way and, and decided to keep it. But I would have thought that by Later. now they would have, like, said, you know what, we're going to go back. Because I feel like haven't other big names done that? Or, or, or am I making that up? Names in Hollywood are weird. Yeah. Like, the name you use in movies is not necessarily, like... What your friends call you. Michael J. Right. Fox's name is Michael Andrew Fox. The only right. reason his middle initial is J is because Michael A. Fox was taken... Oh, when he was creating his actors guild. Right, yeah. right, right. Um, so Charlie Sheen is probably registered with the Screen Actors Guild as Charlie oh, Sheen. And right. It may just be work to right. start going by a different name that he doesn't want to do. Mm. Man, that makes sense. That's crazy to think about. Amelia. You look at him. That and even Michael J. Fox. And joined the uh, the Writers Guild. Mm. Um, she respelled our name, our last name, Ferrer. She respelled it F E R R E R, Ferrer, to mm. sound more like a different famous person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Try to scrape up some clout from there. Mm-hmm. That's how it was. Yeah, <laughs> it's a nice move. I don't know if I want to just shout these out, just like, because, you know, there's so many more. Who has an 80s movie that they haven't gotten to mention? Yeah, that's... Okay. Great. That's way better than way more of these <laughs> things on the list. Because it's yeah. like, I tr- we got through a bunch, and then I was like, forgotten ones, and... Yeah, any other ones that just What do we care about? Mind. Go. Yeah. I don't know when movies What movies? What out. kind of movies do you guys like? I, did, I, I, I feel like it came out 80s. It might... I've, it had to have been 80s. Favorite for me, uh, once again, horror film, also yes. involves cars. Christine. Yep. Christine was great. Christine was really well put together. Uh, the scene where they set the car on fire and, like, chased down the bully kid in the school. Like, uh, the scene's just incredible with that. Totally. And it's it's dark. It's very king. Uh, Arnie. Arnie was the, was the nerd kid's I... name who got cool and... God, the cards made him evil. That was it. Yeah, I didn't remember that his name was Arnie. It was super yeah. simple. Yeah, he was like, because <laughs> it was really bad. Because in, I don't know, maybe classic 80s fashion, there was like the scene where he's bullying him. And his name is Arnie Cunningham. Mm. And that's not what he calls him. <laughs> <laughs> you decide, viewers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Clue. Is really ah. That was so good. With Tim with sev- several endings, yeah, Tim Curry. Fuck several Tim endings Curry. is yeah. huge. Of course it is. I mean, that's so genius. Uh, Goonies. Yeah. Goonies. Uh. Yeah. 
Um, Lethal Weapon was yeah. big for me. Um, and I don't, I, I confuse the sequels. Die Hard. I watched the sequels, but yeah, Die Hard is so. Mm-hmm. Was that eighties? Yeah, Die at Hard. least the Maybe first, the first one. one. The yeah. first one straight up was. Um, did you watch Bloodsport? Yeah, oh, yeah. Van Dam. Yeah. Van Dam's a whole like you could take a class There's on. Yeah, I would say that's just eighties yeah. films. We're gonna have to do a part two. Stand and deliver. Yeah. Oh, how do I reach these kids? <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. I love that movie. Oh, that's so good. Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> Is that 80s? I don't know. <laughs> Let's see if He's we can... like, I don't know. I just oh, like no. it. That's great. All right. That's great. Schwarzenegger. Um, He's 80s. I'm going to end with, because we might continue this sometime, right? I might keep I 80s have, movies yeah. going, talk about more of them, maybe come up with... 80s music. Too. 80s <laughs> music, yeah. But I think I, I feel like we're not even done with the movies, no. so maybe another time. So I'll just end. How about we just end with the never-ending story? Oh yeah, as Ooh. as a representation of the fact that we are not that done this with this. This is a never-ending story. Yeah, we're not done with this. And it's mm-hmm. and the story of the '80s still being told today, mm-hmm. even in react reenacting that song, and in yeah, Stranger Things, like you were talking story. about. Yeah, yeah. It just mm-hmm. brought it back. Good God, that was like the, the most recent. It, season. It's something about when you're a kid. And there's something about that jingle. If you can get hire somebody to write the to write the right jingle, mm-hmm. you all of a sudden you are a kid that just goes never the never ending story. <laughs> like they nailed it, guys. Mm-hmm. They hired somebody, and then when the movie came out, they were probably in the room like, "Man, I'm glad we hired that music guy." <laughs> That's why Labyrinth is so it. much creepier. <laughs> 